0: Recorded live.
1: Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for joining DSR Saturday Afternoon Features. I am your host, softly spoken, and today we have a wonderful show with two phenomenal women who will join me shortly to um, take us through a little bit about their life um, and what inspired them to do poetry. And spoken word. My two guests of the afternoon are Monique Wells and Ashley Field with witty Chambers. They are also part of BTC, Fever Fridays, The Plus Effect. So I am happy to have them on the air with us this afternoon. But before we start, I would like to, um, you know, invite you all to join us. Throughout the week, DSR Radio, we have other shows um, that is going on Monday through Saturday. I'm sorry, Monday through Sunday. And um, if you have time, just, you know, stop through, say a piece or listen. We are um, appreciative of your support. So, I'd like to say thank you for joining again. And without further ado, I would like to bring in the guest of the afternoon. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hey. Now, I think I'm speaking with Ashley Miss the T Chambers. Yes, this is Ashley. All righty, all righty. And I don't, I'm not sure if I have Monique Wells on the line as well. I'm here. Hey, how are you? Hey, hey, hey. I have the plus effect on the air on DSR Radio. I am super excited, super excited. So, oh, I'm sorry. So without further ado, I am going to ask the both of you which one of you would like to go first with the interview.
2: Um, I can. This is Monique.
1: Oh. Okay. Well, um, I will start with Monique first. Ashley, we will come back to you. Oh, okay. Alrighty. Monique. Monique Wells. Oh my goodness, this is my first time having the pleasure, the pleasure of having you on the air and hearing your story. Um about in reference to your poetry and your spoken word. So let me start off by um, introducing everybody to you. You are a host of Board BPC, The Plus Effect, Fever Fridays, which is a popular, popular, popular show. I love it. It comes on every Friday um, in the evening. And um, I am definitely a huge supporter of that show. So that's a little bit about yourself. Um, My first question to you is, who is Monique Wells as a person and as a poet or spoken word artist?
2: Monique Wells is a giver. Um, That's also been my gift and curse um that's me as a person. Um I'm always, you know, giving and and wanting to to share myself, or always wanting to help someone, you know, help someone out. Monique Wells is me as a poet and I always say I'm the voice for the people who do not have a choice, so I'm still always speaking for, you know, people that may need that help or doesn't doesn't have that voice in order to to get the way that they feel out. So by shedding my pain, I help by shedding someone else's pain. So uh, most definitely a a giver um, and and ambitious in either way, you know, my
0: regular life as well as my, my poetry life.
1: I do apologize. What inspires you to begin to write and recite?
2: what inspired me, um, I wrote pretty much since I was in middle school. Um, A lot of times when we used to get like projects and stuff for school, instead of me doing the norm, I found myself always writing. So poetry, I really can't even tell you where it came from. It was just in me. Um, There was a point in time where I stopped for a long time, just having that block and, you know, life situations, um, you know, coming through. So Definitely, as far as you know starting at an early age and and showing that passion and just doing things differently, I never like to to um to do the norm um and just finding my truth and just shedding shedding some light on that
0: and what inspired
2: you to recite what inspired me to recite like I said, I just feel like it was just in me, but what inspires me to write the most is is my my pain and circumstances sometimes and just to get those out. So it was an outlet for me, um, for my own personal personal self. I can talk to my paper. I can make it speak for me as I recite these things in order to get my, my point across. So my inspiration is my feelings, um, you know, to shed those in a personal light and, like I said, as well as, as helping somebody else.
1: Okay. Okay. So here on DSR Saturday Afternoon Features. After I go through so many questions, I ask for either a track from the guest or a live um, recite of their work. So I'm going to come to you and um, let you have the time and um, give us a piece.
2: Okay. Well, um, this is one of my uh, signature pieces. It's called I bleed I bleed and when I'm talking about circumstances I wrote this piece because I was just having a really bad week. I really didn't know how to, to express my emotions, so once again I turned to my pen and I found myself not once again speaking for myself, but someone else. So I'm bleeding and I'm shedding that pain and I'm I'm speaking up for for other people in this piece and I'll just go straight into it. Called I bleed. I bleed for the unborn spirit that has not walked this earth because I have lived. I bleed for the untold message in a life placed on pause. I am ready to go deeper. I bleed for the wicked, taunted by a spirit to weaken them because their reflection is too strong. See, I bleed a war cry song. I bleed for the strength of the weak because I have been there. I bleed for the ones who were not spared. I bleed for the survivor that was found dead because false knowledge and hollowed messages plagued his head. I bleed for the fighting spirit that wreaks havoc to shed the truth. I bleed for the red blood. I'm not speaking about the blue. I bleed for the wind that blows around to keep me alive. I bleed for the feelings that are trapped inside. I bleed for the homeless dying to have a roof of security. I bleed for the have nots because they do not have anything. I bleed for the pickpockets and false prophets. I bleed for the hypocritical giants and the moral non compliance. I bleed for the homosexual reality, hopeful visions of morality. I bleed for the non relatable and the hateable. Unknown reasons and strange seasons. See, every striving human being searching for meaning. I bleed for the misunderstood, the I coulds and I woulds, and I bleed for every meaning that we are searching for. I bleed for the I will not send thee no more. See, I bleed for the strangers in danger, the hearts filled with anger. I bleed for the weary. Be still. God is near thee. I bleed for the hanging ropes, the gunshots to suicidal throats. I bleed for the strength and power even though it is still. I bleed for the battered children living without a will. I bleed for the cocaine-induced mother just wanting to love their children. I bleed for cancer, the bodies that are willing, and I bleed for the street whore that's affected with HIV, and I bleed for the blind man to give his whole life to see, and I bleed for peace that never seems to be still. I bleed for the transition that is destined in my will, and it will be done because my blessings say so, so I bleed some more. I bleed for the battered woman that just can't take it no more, and I bleed for the runaways living with no doors. I bleed for my self-destructive behavior laughing at myself, and I bleed for the petty hand that never wins that I was dealt, and I bleed for the child that's taken from the street or bed. I bleed for the parent not knowing if they are alive, raped, or ripped to shreds, and I bleed for this poem because my mind was so lost I didn't have a topic. And I bleed for my pen that wouldn't let me stop it. And I bleed for my sons because my birthing was hard. I bleed for their lives because that was my reward. And I bleed for the soldier that's in a danger zone. I bleed for the families of the ones that won't return home. See, I salute you. I bleed for the matter in the fact, for the people that have my back. I bleed for the uplifted, for I am gifted, sometimes shifted, just knowing my place. The look on my face is mighty. I vow to spread my wings widely and be strong. See, I bleed long. And for the life in me, see, I believe that you probably think I'm crazy. I can see visions when it's hazy, never placed in a secret. See, my rim is way beneath it. See, I bleed for the positive. Perseverance, courage, hope. Victory, peace, riches but not money. The fight for fame haunts me. The blinded, the sad, the hopelessness, the hurt, the humbled, the overpowered, and the devoured. I bleed for purpose that's hidden way beneath my surface. See, I always have a voice for the people that do not have a choice. And when I speak about blood, see, it's about love. And when I speak about why I bleed, I'm saying that this is what gives me life. I bleed for the virtue, never thinking twice. And I bleed for the simplicity, don't need a lot of things connected to me. See, bleeding is like breathing, let that seep in. I bleed for my heart that beats strongly within. Monique, the plus poet, that's my piece. That is a very
1: deep piece, how as well. And um, I'm going to ask you, what inspired you? Do
2: that piece today. What inspired me to do that
1: piece today, um,
2: because that's what I what I stand for. I'm always gonna be <clears throat> excuse me, a speaker. Um, you may find times if you hear me do, you know, pieces on shows and so forth, I don't speak about love a lot. You know, I don't speak about a lot of things because I wanna wait wait for that time to to get to me. I don't wanna just pull it just to write on a topic. So when I did this piece, like I said, I was having a bad day. And instead of it coming out for myself, I found my stress in bleeding for these people. So this is the more conscious side of me, the more serious side of me, and, you know, me speaking out for, for other people. And like I said, just a voice for who, whoever doesn't have a choice in to say-so or to, to let their voice be heard.
1: If you had to have a conversation with someone and, ask, and they asked you, uh, that They know that you use your poetry In different times But in a lot of times you use it In a time you need to express And they wanted to know What could poetry do for them um, Let me rephrase the question How will poetry In your opinion help an individual overcome
0: some of their, um, problems.
2: Poetry, in my opinion, that would help someone overcome those problems. Um, number one is because the paper, it doesn't talk back. Talk to it, and it's a, it's a, uh, It's a shield for yourself in order to let your feelings out. So usually when you go to people, a lot of times they're just saying, well, you, 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 and this, 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 and this is what I should do, and pretty much just giving you their own recollections of um, instead of listening to what's really going on. So turning to poetry, number one, will allow you to spit your piece as loudly and as strong and as energetic and proudly as you want to say it and you continue to speak, you know, through those emotions or speak through those things that you, you know, happen to go through. And like I said, the paper doesn't talk back. You talk to it, and then from there you make it come alive, and it turns into this person that can speak so loudly that you maybe wasn't able to give by speaking to another person. You make poetry do exactly what you want it to do.
0: When people hear your
1: poetry, what do you want them to take from it? How do you want them to leave feelings?
2: People hear my poetry, I want them to to take back the experience, whether it was my storyline, whether it was a line. um, I like to do a lot of twists and turns, so I just want them to take back the experience, whether you think I'm crazy, you know, whether you think, you know, just whatever, I want to give everybody a different side of, of me and who I am, so just that whole plus poet experience and just being able to feel me 200% in where where I'm coming from, so, and I just allow everybody to, to join this journey, journey with me.
1: So outside of Internet radio, do you do um, events in your hometown or out of state um, outside of the radio atmosphere?
2: Actually, where I'm from, um, small, small town, uh, Bassett, Virginia. So there's not a lot of things as far as, like, open mics. And um, I just moved back here um, to Virginia from Texas. And in my area now, it's not a lot of open mics. You know, we got a lot of people with talent but just don't have a way to, you know, to express that. So one of the things that I wanted to utilize for myself, um, I personally, I performed once long, long, long time ago live. So now I'm going to push myself now that I'm back on the East Coast is kind of do my homework and first of all, see what's going on. Um, in the area poetry-wise, go to some of those events, just get my feet wet versus being behind the scenes and, you know, being on the line and so forth and listen to all these amazing poets um, and just spreading the word about poetry and different avenues from somebody like myself. I didn't know what was going on. I knew nothing about uh, the blog talks, the talk shoes, even though I did poetry, so I'm just sitting on it, you know, I just got a bunch of words, but I don't know how to get them out and... You know, things like that until um, Ashley had actually um, introduced me into this circuit. So, once I found out that, man, it's a mic, and it's not just a mic on stage, it's something, you know, that people can hear all over the place, you know, it's when I kind of stepped, you know, stepped um, into the, the poetry or radio watch. But on my end, there's not a lot of open mics and anything like that. So, right now, I'm just pushing myself. Um, I've been looking for, you know, maybe different groups, or anything that's happening on the East Coast. and personally for myself, just seeing what, you know, we can make happen and and continue to go to these venues and and step on that stage and get the open mic experience that way.
1: Can you describe your first performing, either on the internet airways or um, out near somewhere near your house, can you describe how you felt and if you were nervous or, you know, had the jitters, what did you do to
2: overcome it? Um, now that you say that, I remember the first first ever show, um, me and Ashley, we would always kind of call in on three-way. So we would be at each other's encouragement. She probably needs to know she was more of a, the encouragement for myself, just to kind of introduce me to it and shake off those butter, butterflies. But I remember, like, calling into the show, these shows, and I'm listening to all these other poets, and I'm like, man, they're amazing. And I'm sitting, like, inside of my walk-in closet, no lie, <laughs> on the floor, on mute, and I'm sitting in there for hours just kind of, you know, sweating from the nervousness, not only because I'm trapped in this closet, but, you know, I was just, I, I was introduced to that all alone inside of my closet and listening to this poetry world. So when I was able to spit, oh, my nerves was like on... 10,000, and I'm just pressing myself to just get to the end of the piece, get to the end of the piece, you know, and let it be done. And so I can say to myself that you at least accomplished that. So it was a lot of nervousness. Um, I never knew the host, you know, at that time. So, you know, I'm just going on as my best self and being open as possible. And the best thing about it is no judgment because those people didn't know me. I didn't know them, so I was able to to give myself – that way so just being stuck inside my closet nervous sweating and on a phone for hours just either waiting to get online or just continue to get that experience from from these shows
0: do you think it's easier to
1: do the internet radio or um the physical aspect of poetry
2: i would say it's a learn trait um just by kind of noticing noticing things um and different like from from just different poets, I think that um the difference would be in which one would maybe be the easiest versus the hardest if you're on online radio you're you're not worried about all these eyes looking at you and you' wondering I wonder what they think about me or I wonder what they think about the piece, and you know it might discourage you while you're doing it, or you might just feel like, oh my God, let me just run off stage right now after you get finished so um I think easiest would be online radio because you have the pressure, like you know people listening, but it's not physically like right in front of you, like you can't see it, you can't smell it or probably taste it, you know, from the nervousness um, versus going through that open mic experience and being in a live venue. Um, The nurse was still there. But I think just from person to person, it just depends on what you find your your niche for. And with online radio, I think it's like a basis. It's that platform to stand up to first get that nerve, get that encouragement, get your word out, get your name circulating so people can know, you know, this is my work and this is what I can do. So the encouragement standpoint versus going that extra push to be able to do it in the physical, you know, on the live stage, um, it kind of works hand in hand. And then, you know, versus someone that maybe just do it on live stage, they want to get that radio experience to get, you know, a different audience or or different listeners and and get that verbal feedback. It kind of works hand in hand, but um, just the pressure, it's a little bit more pressure off with being on online radio, even though you may have more people listening. So it's kind of like a mind thing.
1: Well, okay, all right. Um, I'm going to pause the interview and thank everyone who is joining DSR Saturday Afternoon Features this afternoon. Again, I am your host Awfully Spoken, and I am joined with two phenomenal women, Monique Wells and Ashley missfield the T Chambers. They are the hosts of Fever Fridays, The Plus Effect on BPC, and. Um, First up we have Monique Wells She is telling us about her journey with poetry And um, again I thank you for joining us Uh, Soon we will be taking a couple of callers Um, So please dial star 8 if you do want to speak So we can get to you Um, Please limit um, your time um, After you say hello to the guests um, tell everyone your name, where you're calling from, and what you have for us this afternoon. So I'm going to go back to Monique Wells. So I'm ready for another piece. Okay. I love poetry, so I love, I can hear it all night. I really can. And then we'll go back to the interview portion.
2: No problem. Well, um, I wrote this piece. The piece is named Vanessa, it's not actually um, talking about a woman specifically, it's an attitude, Um, this was an alliteration challenge in the BPC um, room, so I stepped up to the challenge and kind of tackled that a little bit, it's a fun piece, I enjoy it, I really like the feedback on it, this is another side of me versus the conscious side um, of being versatile and, and just is what I have to bring, but the piece is called Vanessa. Vivacious, vixen, dangerously vexed, perfectly poisonous, proudly pumping, pulsating perfection, captively catching cases carelessly, cunning and conniving, and all the men follow her as she switched those hips and she licked those lips. They all wanted to rip right through her clothing like rip, rip. She is an atomic bomb, body-banging, breasts blossom boastfully. She was a walking jazz lounge. (laughs) Hips kept a melody so fierce could cause felonies and atrocities, hypocrisies, philosophy, and monopolies. See, her spirit rumbled like symphonies. See, she had a mean swing, and don't pop slick caution signs and she will stop it. She is blended black and brown beautifully, meanest madam on doing things magnificently. Her body is a banging 16 bars all alone. She is an attitude. She is most high fly. She is first, second, and third eyes quiet queen quite questionable with her messages her vibe is dope and hoodwinked with verbal passages see she is a savage and she is managed and she is lavish she is saving self for shit starter. see she can handle that she is running rampages like razors treacherously trembling like tasers and blind to the naysayers high brackets like taxpayers and her word is lit like lasers and winners of all players there is no competition and she has no click. She is a well-rounded womanly wordsmith and she's whipping weapons to chop nouns down and she works well with artistry. Pardon me. She wipes wet verbal stains to release her pain through her membrane. She thinks out loud and nothing necessary. She is a by any means thing. She keeps a lean to live her dream. See, she is gangster and there's no need to thank her. She is earthly. 360 degrees and she needs nothing less, keeps cautious on her quest and nevertheless she is the fucking best, she is tested and testified that she is a lion, lavishly looking, living life through lessons and you are never to question how she does her thing, see she is the yin and the yang, she is the sing and the sing. She is outside of the box like futuristic hip-hop. She is perfectly poisonous, proudly pumping, pulsating, perfections, pitching poetic propaganda. (laughs) That's
1: Vanessa. In peace. Oh, my goodness. I thought you wrote that piece for me. I was sitting here like, is that for me?
2: We are okay. the add is that attitude we all gonna just absorb her and just just be
1: that See, that's the type of piece that I could wake up and pop in my city, you know, and just because you know just to keep get my confidence up, yeah, that's yeah. the type of piece you listen to when you' on your way to work and you walk through the door just remembering those words. That is a, I, I really like that piece. And um, when I get to the question about uh, do you have new CDs or books or any prospective um, CDs or books coming up in the near future, I hope that you do, and um, I hope that that particular piece is on the CD or prospective CD, I should say.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I had um, – just doing a lot of behind-the-scenes um things right now, so I will be um doing my audio c d going forward audio c d going forward in the next month um I'll be working with Sonny king out of greensboro north carolina excellent producer um and it will be titled My frequency and it's my frequency, it's not about anybody else, it's about my journey, what I want to say, how I want to say it, how I want to do it, and just for other people to gain along with that. Like I said, I'm just going to follow my own mold, because I'm proud of myself. And it's something to be proud of yourself every day, so to have a project like that, I don't want to sell myself short, but Vanessa most definitely is going to be on there, Um and like I said, just look for that in the future. I'm definitely not going to rush myself because I, I want to make sure that I have all my T's crossed and my I's dotted um, in regards to getting my voice out there. So most definitely just um, keep look for that, and I'll update the people more sooner than
1: later. Well, that sounds good to me. Um, if you don't mind, I'm going to go to the callers, and now we're going to bring in about two callers. Um, to get them on. I know they've been waiting patiently, and I thank them for waiting patiently. And uh, then we're going to go back to the interview portion. Um, without further ado, I'm going to ask the CEO of DSR Network, who is, I mean, he's an awesome guy. He um, is helping me out this evening, Mr. Kane Spade, uh, to give me the first caller.
3: Yes, ma'am. We have uh, West Maryland on the line.
1: Good afternoon. Thank you for joining DSI Saturday Afternoon Features. I have my guests, Monique Wells and Ashley Mispill, the Tea Chambers. Now, I would like to know who am I speaking with?
4: Hello, everybody. This is Nova.
1: Hello. Thank you for joining me. I don't think I've had the pleasure of hearing your voice on the radio, on this show. So thank you.
4: Yeah, I was on a, a King Space show on Monday, you know, and I said I was going to come out and show my support if I was off. And I managed to get the opportunity off, and I saw my two main dope girls, Monique And my girl Ashley spilled a tea, you know, uh, doing their thing. So I came out to get my support.
1: Well, with that said, I thank you. I am the host of We Spoken, and um, after you greet both Monique and Ashley, you can tell everyone about yourself and um, where you're calling from. And the title of your piece, and then you can go to your piece. I will be silent because I normally let you have the floor, but I do ask that you keep it at a minimum um so that way we can get back to the next caller and back to the interview.
0: All right, we'll do
4: you know, just um uh, you know just to say congratulations on the two young ladies you know doing anything I've been following them for quite some time. I've had the pleasure of meeting them at the BBC Fest of last year, and, um, you know, I've seen them grow. You know, as a matter of fact, we all have been growing. I'm not sure when they started, but I think we kind of all started around the same time, uh, 2012. Not sure, but uh, that's pretty much when I hit the BTR singles. And, you know, it's been, you know, great. You know, I've managed to meet a lot of friends, and Monique touched on several things, you know, a uh, couple of questions that you had asked in reference to, you know, how this poetry helps, you know, dealing with certain situations. And, you know, I suffer from social anxiety and bipolar, and I'm an introvert, like, 100%. You know, it's kind of hard to get me come out and socialize. And, you know, when see you saying putting the, the pieces, you know, to, to the paper, and, you know, you're not getting... I wouldn't really say that it's negative feedback from people, but you're not getting the feedback that's not answering, you know, what's going on with you. You know, when you're putting it on paper, it's like something magical happens, you know, and uh, you kind of, like, get the feedback that you're looking for from God, you know, and that God comes from within self, you know, laying it all out there and it's not being ridiculed, it's not being, you know, you got to pray about it, you know, like just cliché terms that people say that you kind of get tired of. You want to hear something tangible enough to where, you know, you know that it's genuine, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, there's just one thing that kind of like reached out and grabbed me, you know, when she said that, you know, I can identify with it, but, you know, I'm here, you know, showing my support. You know, I miss poetry, man. I need it. You know what I'm saying? I really do. You know, as opposed to paying 1200 you know, minimum $500 to a therapist, you know, this is like my therapy. You know, I'm just really starting to hit the stage like real hard. And, you know, it's therapeutic to me. You know, I'm getting over the social, uh, you know, uh, the apprehensiveness I have with dealing with people socially without a drink, you know what I'm saying, on a level that appears
0: normal, you know.
2: But you've been a bro for a while, long while, and I remember just from the first time hearing you, you always, you know, spit that realistic truth. Um, so we're always delighted to have you you know, on the show, whenever you can. We know you have other things going on, but definitely that name continues to ring from the first time that we heard you. Appreciate it.
0: Appreciate that. So
1: without further ado, again, introduce yourself to everybody. And I really hope that you have a piece for us because I love poetry. No matter what type it is, I love poetry.
4: So without further ado, you have the floor. All right. Uh, my name is Adisa Nova Mostwin harkless I put Prince on the front of my name, so if you guys look for me on Facebook, it's Prince Adisa Nova Moswin-Harkless, which I am really a prince, you know, a broke-ass prince. <laughs> but, you know, my father is still alive, so I really don't like to be called being the king you know what I'm saying, or even using, you know, European, you know, like uh, terminologies to who we are. Actually, you know, I would be called a nigger or niggers, you know what I'm saying, or Nigeria, you know, which is the actual terminology that we as a culture, as a race, people, you know, descendants from Africa and beyond, should really start calling ourselves. But I use terminologies, Prince because the majority of people identify, you know,
0: uh, with that because we do speak English.
4: Uh, As far as the
0: piece is concerned, I'll do, I guess I'll do this. This is a new piece,
4: uh, so I hope y'all like it. It's called Fruity. I hadn't, you know, got the cadence or the delivery or anything down. I'm still working on it. But uh, it's
0: called Fruity. Her name is Aisha.
4: She's a bit shy, but if you get a chance to know her, you'll see the reason why. Mostly everyone says that she's a bit crazy. Off
0: the rocks, you know, Fruity, Aisha, which means life. She's good at everything
4: she does except making friends, and she swears that no one understands her, but I think I do. She paints her nails in every hue of the rainbow and says that each finger represents a culture of hers, and often explains how she feels at times. Yellow. Yellow is the color of her dawn to them, which is like any other, but blackens her lips and eyes with indifference and character from misfortunes. I can feel her. Sometimes we mistake genius for insanity, weirdness for st- stupidity, and blue blue is how she sometimes feels when no one is looking up to her sky. When so many are too high up in the clouds to see the dirt that settles underneath their shoes and the crevice of their souls, I told her that I like to walk barefooted. And my English made her laugh long enough to know that no one among us can say that we truly understand the universe when we are in good moments but bad times. It's her orange and brown interacting like free-forming locks. We are in cloud nine, and I realize that she has a good head on her shoulders. She is much smarter than many with a naturally artistic outlook on life. She often talks about pink flowers. I just want to make love to her mind, playing Django with her purple underneath her crown chakra. I want her to know that I, too, love pink flowers. And to say that she was fruity in more than 69 ways is like adding eight more reasons to twist your mouth in 77 positions to kiss the lips of infinity. I want to taste that yellow in her pineapples. I became green, hoping that she'll understand that I never really cared about math, But counting on the fingertips of stars, going crazy is how long in love with her I'll be, red. Red, the color of the blood that flows within our veins, within our cheeks when we are warm from sound conversation. We blush at each other's idea of not quite fitting in. Laughing at each other's English without a care. In a crazy world, beautiful colors, just fruity in peace.
2: You know, you never fall short of of the message that you come out to set to bring. Always, just, your your storylines. We always just continue to want to just keep that keep just going on that journey of your flow with you. You've always been tough since day one since I heard you. Um, and like I said, it's always a pleasure. I look forward to to meeting you at. Um, at BPC this year, and just uh, get to meet my extended family versus uh, over the phone. So we appreciate you you calling and and supporting us like you always had always have been. So much respect to you.
4: Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: You know, I, the piece that you did is a refreshing piece because I hear different pieces and they have some similarities, but yours is refreshing. It has a fresh touch of difference. And I definitely appreciate you for coming through and doing that. And I'm supporting the show as well. Um, And I just want to really quick ask, what inspired you to do that piece?
0: Well,
4: it's actually a piece about a friend of mine named Sierra, which, you know, just to keep her name, you know what I'm saying? She don't know I wrote it about her. But, you know, I just kind of wanted to keep it, you know, like, on the low, you know what i said, saying? But, uh, like, a lot of people, you know, like, think that she's crazy because she do certain things. And, uh, you know, a lot of people say the same about me, you know, especially since I've opened up with uh, my so-called mental disabilities. And uh, I actually wrote it for her, you know, and that's pretty much where it's been from.
1: Well, I thank you for sharing it, And uh, as I said, I enjoyed every bit of it.
5: Thank And I
1: thank you for coming here this afternoon and taking the time out of your day to support Monique and Ashley but also share your words. Because you never know who you can touch or who mind you may have wondering when it was so close. Why? And not even operative. So please continue. Let your voice be heard, and I thank you again.
4: Yeah, I'm not going away. You know, y'all are my people, man. You know, I don't really say a whole lot, and I, you know, I dip and dive up in uh Facebook. You know, this, that, and the other when I get the opportunity. But I'm not going away. You know, I, I feel the energy from people. You know, even if they talk, I don't even necessarily have to see them. You know, I just have that type of gift. So you know, I'm here. To support, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to sit back on the couch and, you know, continue to listen.
1: And I thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay, we're going to go to one more call room, then we're going to go back to t- the interview. And then next up we will have the other half, the other better half, I should say, of the plus effect, Ashley Miss Steele, the T, Chambers. Right now I have the pleasure of speaking with Monique Will. So Kane, who is the next caller?
3: Yeah, next up we got Joe, the verbal mind dancer.
1: All right. Joe, my D S R brother. How are you? I'm doing fine so often smoking. How are you doing this week? I'm wonderful. And um I'm gonna hand you the mic. Um, you know, on DSR, I'm going to ask you to, after you talk with the beautiful Monique Wells, I'm going to ask you to tell everybody about yourself and where you're calling from and what you have for us this afternoon.
6: All right, all right. We'll do, we'll do. Miss Monique Wells, how are you now?
2: I'm doing good. I'm still on a political high from last night so it's good to hear you today and still coming out supporting this show and love so it's a pleasure to hear you today.
6: Oh definitely I definitely enjoyed last night. But uh you know as far as uh you know as far as doing spoken word and uh these radio shows how do you feel about uh, you know port uh when they do spoken words do you feel that they are more, uh, let's say, legitimate by just uh, memorizing their pieces and spitting them, or just you know, a poet on stage like reading from a piece of paper. How do you feel about that? Uh, good, that's a good
2: question. Um, I was talking to Word Warrior maybe like a uh, maybe like a week and a half ago, and he had uh, mentioned that. So um, he was like, you know. Memorize your pieces so that way people will will take you more serious. But when I look at like videos and stuff and people at open mics, I see it's kind of fifty fifty versus you're you know you're reading it, you haven't memorized it, and you know you're just doing the piece. And if the crowd is acceptive either way that you're gonna give the word, whether I don't have anything on my hand or whether I do, and if you're willing to accept that, then that's all fine. I'll tell you right now, keeping one hundred, I have not memorized neither one of my pieces each time that i do a piece i give i might give it a totally different way or add a different flow it just depends on how i do it so um i haven't stepped up to like the open you know poetry mic stage but you know over the phone and and things like that of course we're probably always reading um and just kind of have that support for ourselves to make sure that we maybe don't flub or we don't go brain dead and give that piece so i guess it just depends on the guidelines if you're doing it on stage can you have anything in your hand or not but you know, to each his own. As long as you're given a word, I say spit it as hard as you can.
6: All right, all right. That's uh, an excellent answer. That's sometimes uh, you know, you know, take that uh, kind of attitude uh, as you know, the same way for the last time. But you know, if I read something on the phone, I may change a few words around, stuff like that. You know, even though I got the words in front of me, but you kind of get the uh, different feel as you're reciting and you might add something or take away something. All right. I appreciate that uh that answer and that response. Excellent. Thank you. But uh I, I do have a little short piece here and uh and like yourself this is the uh, from a BPC, you know, Black Poetry Cafe Challenge, which I love those things. And this one is titled I Wish You Were Here. I Wish You Were Here as I Walk This Pier of Regrets. I let you go pursue a career, and yes, I could have said no. You would have stayed, and I still would walk this pier alone every day. I'd rather miss you happy than lose you sad. I wish you were here, but I'm glad. Gone are the summer crowds. Gone are we laughing out loud. I wish you were here for just an hour. But that hold would leave me as cold as today. I wish you were here to see me cry, something I never did by your side. Miles of boardwalk, hours of board talk, and I can't stop wishing you were here. Be secure in my thinking, cut back on my drinking, and embrace your selfless journey. I wish you were here to discern me, read between my lines, between my frets, strike a chord with my discord, and make me harmonious in mind. I wish you were here to see my progression. It's only been a few days, but the pain has lessened. You're such a blessing. And confessing how I miss you, letting you go I know was no male miscue. It was the right thing to do to enhance the life in you. And these nights without you may be lonely. If only the wind blows me a kiss, I wish you were here to witness it. And boom.
2: Stay true to your name, verbal mind dancer, because you kept this I was I was falling into that emotion and you definitely nailed the challenge on that. I wish you were here, and it's something that a lot of people can can vibe to and definitely relate to, such as myself. So I appreciate you for coming out and doing that today.
6: All right, thank you, and definitely a congratulation on your feature and the uh, show, The Plus Effects. I really enjoyed that last night. And uh, in the future, I may be doing the show uh, on the DFL Network, I'll be co-hosting with the uh, the lovely Miss Tia Queen, and it's uh, a show where you can uh, just do your, playing, your thing, sing, uh, you know, recite poetry, uh, do comedy, whatever you want to do. You know, all the uh, all facets of the arts are welcome. So, I hope you guys stay tuned for that. as you on Mondays. That is I'm Not sure time. the time yet, but yeah, thanks.
2: Keep us posted. Make sure you keep us posted.
6: We'll do. Thanks again, Monique.
2: Thank you.
1: All right, show the verbal mind answer, my DSR brother. You know, it's always better to hear the voice to the words because you get a better feeling when you intake. So when I read something, I might not get the whole value of the piece. And when you put a voice to it, it makes it even better. That was a beautiful piece. And I thank you for supporting the show. And I will have the pleasure of having you on DSR Saturday Afternoon Features in February. So uh, I, I definitely cool. thank you. I look forward to it, Ross. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. That was two phenomenal gentlemen who came on and gave us. Two phenomenal pieces I bet, I definitely thank both of them And again I thank all of you For tuning in to ESR Saturday Afternoon Features um, The guest of the afternoon is Monique Wells And Ashley Missbill The T. Chambers They are the hosts of Fever Friday's The Plus Effect On BPC Radio So without further ado I'm going to go back to the interview And after that, I'm going to ask Monique to do a piece, and we're going to end out her interview portion. And then next up will be Ashley Mistility Chambers. So, Monique, when did you start writing poetry? Like, how long have you been writing poetry?
2: I've been writing, well, I'm 33 now, so I've been writing poetry since I was in middle school. Um, There have been some long breaks in between that. Um, Like I said, just... Being in an area that you really don't get to exercise your poetry, I kind of put it down for a while. Um, And when I moved away, it was like my mind was so open, like new area, new scenery, new people, you know, everything like that. I kid you not, it immediately, I immediately just transitioned, transitions back into getting into my writing and, and just being able to explore what's in my mind inside of a different area. And when I did that, I just, consecutively kept writing pieces. Um, I I tell you now, I don't write pieces every day. I don't hunt for a piece. You know, I don't hunt down anything to write. I have to let it move within myself so I know that when I give it or when I feel it, I can just continuously write, 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 and don't have to worry about a block because I'm not hunting for it. So I have to wait until something is set inside set inside of me but yeah definitely ever since middle school and like I said I used to do like my English projects or projects if they said to do something I would write because that's what came natural to me um, so just kind of standing out within that sense and just doing what I you know do best instead of following, following that norm
1: and I re-asked the question because I had Prince Nova, I heard him ask you um, he thought you know, that you all were writing about the same time. So, you know, I just reiterated the question for him. Well, I've he been writing since first.
2: then, but it's been about mm-hmm. with, with Nova, like him, at least like a year, a year and a half. We just went up on our year's anniversary on, um well, this month. So we celebrated this um a couple of weeks ago. So it's been over a year as far as publicly displaying it um, and, and so forth. But I've always just had that itch to write.
7: And what
1: particular type of genre of poetry or spoken word do you like to um, perform or write? Do you have a particular one that you have as a favorite?
2: Um, I'm going to say two. And only because um, with myself, I go by Monique, the plus poet. So when I say plus poet, that's my more, that's when you're going to find me more conscious. That's when you're going to find me, you know, motivating, encouraging, empowering. Um definitely within a size standpoint because that's what we represent, the plus effect, being able to be us regardless of how society looks at us. You know, so I label myself plus poet. This is who I am. Versus and I picked up this name, and Ashley gave it to me, which um would be a poetic rebel. Poetic rebel is when you're gonna get me probably going going majorly majorly hard um more bars um that rough type of that rough type of feeling, and that's just because number one, I speak for people, then I speak for myself, so I give it as raw and as real as real as I can, so I'm
0: gonna
1: ask two more questions, and those questions are. What, how did the plus effect come into reality? Like, how did the show begin? What was the inspiration from it?
2: Good, and that's a good question. <clears throat> I'm going to keep it 300% real. Um, A few years ago, and like I said, with being plus size and wanted to give that plus size motivation, I wanted to open up a page um, that you know, women of size, or just a woman in general, that needed that encouragement, just for kind of like a meeting ground or a meeting space. So um, I made it. It was named the Plus Effect because the effect is that aftershock. What are you getting after that? You know, not just sitting here and just talking about everything that's going on. We want to think to the other side, that positive, that outcome of what we are bringing as women in whole. And so when the show came about. <clears throat> Me and Ashley, we've, we've known each other past the plus effect, past Facebook. Um, we met on MySpace, and Ashley formed a sisterhood um, that I joined um, years and years and years ago. So we already had that connection. You know, she is like my sister. She can take words out of my mouth before I can say them, but like I said, it goes, goes deeper than that. So a plus effect, it was just a group of positive motivation we then in turn became the plus effect because we wanted to take back that outcome of this is the other side. This isn't sitting around crying about myself or anything like that. We're putting us as women, our bodies, our voices, and who we are into movement and moving into the poetry field. I didn't know Ashley wrote. She didn't know that I wrote. She brought into the, um, the open mic scene with radio to me. And like I said, she brought me into that. So we met here poetry-wise And doing the show because of our love for the art. But we had the sisterhood before that. The plus effect, it was already in my head and in visions, and we made it into this, and we're still staying true to who we are, you know, not trying to be anybody else. You know, we're plus size women, and we're staying on the move, ready to encourage and empower, even if we're having a bad day, because that's what we stand for then, now, and in the future.
0: And that
1: was well well put, very well put. I've always wanted to ask that question, but now is the best time I would say because I have a one on one with the both of you. So I'm happy that you were, you know, um able to answer it for me. The I'm next glad question. You asked that. Oh yeah, it was coming. It was coming. It was coming. The next question actually I have two more. Next question is I know you say you have a CD coming out really soon um, you know after you make sure everything is perfected to your um you know to your taste, what about a book do you do you see yourself doing a book or becoming an author anytime soon, or are you already um an author?
2: um no, I'm not already an author um my Audio CD will be completely the poetry side of me. And if I do a book, which is something that I've always talked about um, before even into radio, it is writing a book. But when I write that book, I want it to be about my life. Because um, a lot of people may look at you and, you know, see things dressed up and, you know, dazzled and dolled up. So my book is going to be, you know, you've heard the, the poetry side to me. Somewhere in the future, you know, if God grants that to me, in order to set that level out to do a book, is going to be completely <clears throat> about my life, unscripted, no holes barred, because I want to let my pain and my dirt be my beauty um, and my testimony to to get that out and to, to have that documentation on paper, you know, whether it's on a shelf or somebody's coffee table, to continue to have my story on paper you know, and have that out. So when my sons grow up one day, they can pick up that book and know it's from Mommy instead of what somebody else said. So it probably won't be completely about poetry, maybe some pieces, but it's going to be for me and everything that I've been through, everything that I've been through to, to continue to welcome you into to my journey.
1: And my last question I ask every guest on the show. Tell us one interesting thing about yourself that you would not normally tell anyone. Hmm.
2: One interesting thing. I'm going to say interesting because you don't find, well, you find people talking about it, but you have to kind of get on that side of the field. But I am a The geekier side of me, I would say, or maybe the real, the reality side of me is I'm I'm a uh, conspiracy theorist. So I'm always online. I'm always looking at videos and, and books and stuff like that. I can get lost in it for hours to the point I've killed my battery twice. So I like to look at things. You know, we look at things and we look at the news and we look at the music. You know, we listen to music all the time and we take it for what it is. So I'm the type of person I kind of go up, go underneath, and I've learned a lot of things. So now when I look at look at things now, I kind of look at them in a different way. So me, I'm like on that conspiracy, you know, theorist type of, um, you know, what doesn't meet the eye, meet the eye, and just being awakened. So I like to to read a lot, read a lot into that. So I might speak about that sometime, sometime in the future with a couple of things I've I've dug up. But I'm constantly Trying to educate myself and and um, trying to see past if you can dig this is if you can dig this at all. I'm always trying to see past what I'm seeing because there's more to that, and this, that's the thing that goes with me.
0: Well, I
1: definitely can understand. I can understand that I'm a very inquisitive person too. If you tell me one thing, I still got to know more.
2: (laughs) Yes, and sometimes it wrecks my brain, and I drive myself crazy, but, you know, that's just me, so I'm just always trying to, to know as much as I can.
1: Well, without further ado, I am going to ask if you would like to do one more last piece for us, and then we will be ending the interview portion.
2: Um, yes, I'll do this piece, Um it's a personal piece. True story, um, this will be on my audio CD. Like I said, it will be called My Frequency. So this is a My Frequency piece. This is a part of my zone, part of my universe, and um, things that happened to to me. <clears throat> Completely true, true piece. But the piece is called Red Lights. now I'm take my time with this one. I can... Remember the unimaginable See, mama fed me And she took care of me And I remember sitting on top of her stomach While we watched TV and laughed And we would have such a good time Mama was a hard worker Up early in the morning And I could remember never wanting to complain Because I didn't want to make her job harder And I noticed that she fought for me Like real early in my life Name as this night it was so different. See, you could feel it. I didn't want this moment to turn out like weeks before, and I didn't want Daddy to come knock on the door full of his alcoholic rage. <laughs> See, my life had been plagued, and until this day, I can still hear the screaming can still see myself as a young girl, five years old, getting twirled around a once warm warm room that has turned cold. Please don't be this as bad as you did the last time. See, I have to go to school in the morning and act like everything is fine, and it didn't really dawn on me that this would always haunt me. A normal life was out the door, Seeing mama crying while sweeping the floor, and all I can constantly think is, I can't take it no more. I had to be just as strong as mother so we wouldn't scare each other. See, both of us still survived. You was older, and I was only five, and I didn't want him to come back that night. See, he was so mean, and why did he have to beat us all the time? See, what did we do? Why he have to stump you in the mouth with those steel toe boots? And why did I have to catch blows and find way across the room? <laughs> Grown man, but a little girl mounted up in a battle stance. I don't want you to do this to us again. You know how it feels to just sit and listen to the screams from the other room while mommy's getting hit? I hope she makes it out alive, and he said it was grown folks' business. (laughs) But what if she comes up missing? I can't sit here no more and listen to her body hit these walls and getting slammed up against these doors. See, what are you beating us for? What did we do to make you come back for more? And don't you know that I have forever been torn and I remember walking in our yard on a dirt path and I walked upon my mama's bra straps. (laughs) Nah, nah, he couldn't have raped her. See, I was built tough early. I want to fight with you and make her feel safer, maybe now or maybe later. See, I keep seeing red lights because I looked out the window and was changed that night. Our house tried to ignite with me and Mama in it. Multiple times we had been abused and police roll up on the scenes and act like we was the problem. But whose fault would it have been if we wouldn't have looked out the window that night? That would have solved all of your problems. We could have been gone, and I screamed out, "Mommy, he's trying to set the house on fire, so we took off on foot on the gravelled road, adrenaline burning, and we never got tired. See, we ran for our lives in the darkness, heart pounding like a bass drum, but there was no music, no singing, tears, and heavy breathing. See why, why, why. And this day, I really don't understand the meaning. And for a long time, I couldn't do any sleeping because every time there was a car creeping in the reflection of the night, see, I thought my house was on fire. But it was only somebody's brake lights. I never told Mama this, how the sight of red glares always gave me nightmares and how when I went to school, I thought that people knew that I was afraid to go home because of the scarcity. Who was going to care? I carried my secret away with me until this day I am 33 and I must admit that red lights always scared me but proud to say it is a memory I always wondered when I would tell this story to encourage other survivors that it no longer has to be a damaging part of your history or is it to let people know that these are the things that makes me me and still to this day those flammable stains remain painted In our family home, this is hidden and tainted, and nobody knows the location of the flammable liquid inside my bedroom window, red lights, high flames, red lights, high flames. These are the stories that's captured in my brain. And these are the stories that help me shed my pain. And these are the stories that makes me appreciate the rain. See, I made it. And these are the stories that I carry on my name. This is my frequency. Monique the Plus poet. And that's my piece.
1: That piece was heartfelt. and name I felt every moment come from your heart. And I pray for your healing to continue to move on um, with better feelings. My prayers are for you, and I thank you for taking the time out to tell us about you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. It's been a pleasure, and I appreciate the time um, on DSR. Shout-out to Kane Spade, shout-out to you and and everybody on the the DSR team. So I appreciate this time. And shout-out to everybody just listening, supporting, commenting, um, posting. We appreciate that. So the love is overwhelming, but I'm humbled.
1: And I definitely appreciate you for accepting, as I have always wanted to know more about Monique the Plus Poet. And I've had the opportunity now today to know about who you are, just a piece, just a piece. And I appreciate it. And I'll be looking out for your CD and your book. And I know I'm going to enjoy every, every, every bit of it. So I definitely thank you.
2: My pleasure. Thank you.
1: All right everyone. Again, thank you for joining me Saturday afternoon features. I just had the pleasure of interviewing Monique the Plus Poet from the host of The Plus Effect on BPC Radio. And um definitely join them every Friday as they host a fantastic and well, 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 well show. Next I'm going to go to her other better half, Ashley Miss Still the T Chambers. Ashley. Hey. hey. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I am good. Um I just wanna say shout out to Monique. That was a fire interview. Um Monique is a, a beautiful person inside of, and inside and out and um like she was saying, we are sisters. This is not no overnight. Oh we we just met and we just doing the shows. That's my sister. I do anything for her. And um I just wanna say I love you, Monique, and just keep doing your thing and I hey, we're gonna ride this thing off till the wheels fall off. So Ashley, 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 I've had the pleasure to have you on here again. I thank you for joining. Thank you for um, having me Yes, it's it's a pleasure It is a pleasure um, You and Monique have been on the um, Internet airway for Quite a while mm-hmm. And I definitely congratulate on the both of you On your year anniversary Thank you, appreciate that I'm sure it's been A very successful year for the both of you Yes, it but, really has <laughs> Without further ado Who is Ashley Nisbilde T. what inspired you to write and recite, and what inspired your name? Wow. Um, What inspired me to write was pain. Um, We all know that pain changes people. So going through life lessons, um, just different avenues of life, I had to learn that learning is a gift. And that even pain is your teacher. So what I did was I learned from my life my life lessons and I began to just write down things um that were troubling my mind, that was just taking over me. And one day I just got a pen, I got a pad, and I started writing. Um I'm not been, I consider myself a newbie because I'm not been in the poetry world as far as a writer a very long time, but I have been an avid reader um, since 2005. Uh, I lost my sister um, due to a heart attack and that was the first time that I ever lost somebody that was very close to me and I didn't know how to really deal with her death and accept it. So I turned to reading poetry and um, that's what I did as as my therapy to just get through the emotions and try to understand what was going on. So my life really changed in 2005 and I began reading poetry and in 2013 is when I actually picked up my pen. So what inspired Miss Spill the Tea? (laughs) I've always wanted to know that because when I read your name I go, Ooh. Okay. Shell <laughs> Hicks um was starting a um a soap opera with some poets called the Block Lyrics. And um, like I said, I was new on the scene, but hey, I was trying to put myself into something to get myself out there just to be able to surround myself around phenomenal poets and learn. You know, I wanted to be a sponge and just accept and um, receive everything that was coming my way. Um, So I hit up Shell and I told her, you know what, let me be a commentator um, for the block lyrics. And so that's where I got the name Miss Feel the Tea from because I was the one that was going to tell what was going on on the the blocks and the street, what was going on in the club. That was the type of setting of the – of what she was trying to do with block lyrics. So I just came up with that name, and we and I've been rocking with it ever since. Well, I'm sure I'm not the only one that go, ooh, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like the name because I've always wanted to know, and I'm happy that you were able to tell me what that meant because I would have forever, I would have just had to hit your inbox if you didn't tell me and say, what does that mean? Yeah, and it, it just flowed in with me doing poetry because sometimes I spill that tea. I spill the realness of my life. I spill the realness of just um, my my imagination, just things that I just come up with. I just spill it. So um, I decided to keep the name. I was going to change it eventually, but I said, you know what, it'll work either way. So, yeah, that's where that came from. So my next question to you is, what particular genre of poetry do you prefer um, to make as your favorite? I would say erotica is my favorite. Um, I think that's something that I'm pretty good in. Um, I'm very vivid when it comes to erotica. So um, I would say that would be my favorite. Okay. All right. Now, you know. You know, DSI. I'm a lover of poetry myself. Spoken word, any type of art, I get down with. So, without <laughs> further ado, I'm ready for your first piece. Okay, um, this piece is called "Beautiful Pain," and um, this was a challenge in BPC, and um, this is my obituary. Vision that day in September, I want to remember like the sparkle in my mother's eyes when she saw me for the very first time. Will I continue to shine when you rewind back in time to the memories we once shared Did I exemplify a person who cared? Heart full of gold that never made you feel poor but rich and so much more was it enough to make it to heaven's door. My mission was to live a life that was pleasing in God's sight. Treat everybody right, but for some reason, it wasn't my season. I always had to fight for that position. Seemed it was always a one-way direction so I would go left and face oppression, deal with consequences, but I got my ticket to heaven. Against our odds, I'm a child of God. Resting six feet deep, permanently asleep like Mary, don't you weep. Dry your eyes and don't you cry. We all have to be in these shoes one day, have a meeting with our expiration date. It's no surprise, keeping the memories alive, remember my best accessory, my smile. Calculate my strength and mouth, celebrate my life. I deserve my eternal rest. No more strife, no more pain, no more chains resting on my chest or tripping over yesterday's mess. God always cleared my path. I consider that blessed. I want to be remembered simply as one of His best. God creates no junk, humble in my mind that is sunk. So this beautiful pain I dress with a pretty bow, I will sustain. Will you do the same? And remember, in memory of me, without a doubt, I was beautiful inside than out in peace. Now, that is the truth. That is the truth. And my short time knowing you, you are a beautiful person. Thank, I appreciate um, you are too. Oh, thank you, thank you. And um, just anything that I have heard from you or working with you, I enjoyed. You know, and um, I definitely, I definitely, definitely, am happy to have crossed your path. Indeed. So I going to ask, and, and that's an interesting piece because you said it's your it was your obituary.
5: Mm-hmm. What
1: inspired you? What inspired you to write that? Um, as I said, it was a challenge on BPC. Um, how do you want to be remembered? And this piece was really, really, really heavy on my heart. And I said, you know what, a lot of times we go through life and we don't we do things, but we don't we don't actually ask ourselves how do we want to be remembered? Could you have gave that homeless man your last five dollars so he can get something to eat? um Could you help a friend that was in a bad situation where she couldn't turn to nobody but you at two o'clock in the morning? You're the one picking up the phone for that person, and um I'm that type of person um i it, it break a call, whatever you need me, I'm there. I try to be there. So um, I wrote this piece because, like I said, it was dear to my heart, and I feel that I am this type of person. And This is how I want people to remember who I am. Well,
0: without a doubt, I definitely will remember you as a spiritual person.
1: I appreciate it. that. Thank you. My next question is, when will we be able to, you know, out in my car with the CD or keep my feet with a book in my hand that says by let we'll the do papers? <laughs> well, right now I'm on cruise control. Um, like I said, I'm just a newbie in this situation as far as um, – being in poetry, so um, I'm just going to take my time with everything. Um, what I do want to start um, doing, and I have been trying, is to be able to get to that mic and do open mic. Um, we have a couple of areas um, here now that are doing open mic, so I'm trying to get my nerves together and um, just be able to tackle that goal. That's what I really want to do is to be able to stand on the mic and recite a piece um, to everybody. That's what I wanted to. I am also in hopes that when I come to Atlanta, that I have the the oh the pleasure of meeting you and Monique up close and personal. Yes, but so even said, more so, we got a collab, and I'm going to do that last. Oh yeah, that would <laughs> be hot. I mean, so that collab yeah. was that collab was everything and. You know, I'm glad I put that post out there that day, and you received it, and we did our thing, so it was a pleasure working with you on that collab. Yes, it was, and I definitely cannot wait to meet both you and Monique, you know, at DVC. I know I'm going to have a wonderful time. I'm going to receive beautiful poetry, and hopefully if that's not, you know, for the both of you, if you are there, if that's your first time in our stage, you know, I know both of you are going to kill it, you know, definitely do a amazing job because, you know, you all have the confidence you have. Just everything that's needed to get up there and say, hey, this is me, and what I'm about to bring, you're going to enjoy. So <laughs> I definitely cannot wait for that live, live. Yes. And that's June 11th through the 15th. We want to put it out there. We invite all y'all to come out there. It is a wonderful experience. Um, my first time there last year, and I got to meet a lot of poets that I was fans. I was their fans. And so now we're family. So um, I encourage everybody to come out to BPC Portrait Fest in Atlanta from June to 11th through the 15th. Okay, so... You know, the next question for you is: Where do you see yourself in the next five years? As far as (laughs) your Well, I see myself in the in the next five years. Um, I want to be self-employed. Um, I want to work for myself. Um, I see myself um being able to um get out in the community more, um, do special projects um, involving the community. Um, My passion is domestic violence. Um, I am an advocate, and um, I want to be able to help women, encourage women, motivate women that um, are in a situation or coming out of a situation, let them know that they're not the only one, um, that they can do it. Um, If I can do it, then they can do it. Um, so I want to push myself to be able to start a program, um, being able to help battered women um, that are going through um, this type of, I'll say it's a disease because, um, you know, some people are strong enough to fight it and some people are, are not, and um, they need help in order to get out of it. So that is my plan in the next five years is to be able to start a program um, with um with women that that are going through criminal domestic violence. And also, like I said, to be self-employed. I am passionate about wedding dresses. I don't know what it is, um, but I have gotten married in 2011. That was like the greatest experience, picking out my wedding dress and just seeing the smile on women's faces as they walked out the room to see how beautiful they are. And um, that just did something to me. So I want to be self-employed with my own business. And well and dressed so hopefully um, by the grace of god i'll be able to do that in the next five years and i forgot to ask this question but what do you want people to take from your poetry after you recite it and what do you how do you want them to receive it what do you want them to receive i want them to receive it as of as me being an artist um a lot of times um people wait for other people to validate their work um i want people to see me for who i am and that whatever i do i put my heart my heart in it and that um i want it to be received that way so um that's what i want people to get from my poetry that i do it from the heart it is nothing to it's not a game um like I said, I don't do poetry for likes or comments. I do it because it is therapeutic. Um, poetry is therapy for me. Um, it does so much for me. Um, just uh, going through a bad week um, at work, <laughs> or just going through different issues. When when Friday comes. I'm happy because I know that Fever Friday is coming, is coming when the poets are going to come through. They're going to express themselves, and they're going to leave messages um, to the to the universe. And then I'm knowing something in, in that message is going to be specifically for me. So that's what I look forward to. All right, and without further ado, we're going to go into another piece. we're going to bring in some callers. And um, so without further ado, the um, time is yours. All right, this piece is a message to the masses, and it's called Living in America. I want America to see one color. It's a fact that we all bleed crimson red, the same color that flows to our head, a sense that needs to be more common, the color red. A stripe on the American flag, but blacks are still getting dragged. Can I get an amen if this is sad? Too slowly. We don't have to eat what is being fed. I know you're scared, so instead let's console one another. We are more than a color. It's never too late to fix wrong. Let's try to erase the hate, but we belong right here on earth. Our ancestors expect us to birth hope, keep it alive as we strive to express truth to our youth, become the solution to the pollution of a problematic nation so our generation won't be facing a no bulletproof situation. Our people, let's unite, pull our strength together, redeem our foundation, protest for injustice. They don't have the right to hang us tight or to hush us to an early grave or be treated like modern day slaves. When Martin Luther King, Jr., Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, Booker T. Washington, and Marcus Garvey, and so many others, stood tall through the storms of rain of racism, paid the price of no umbrellas. Just pray in wisdom as they demanded their rights. Seeing the rainbow, they would do it again for their reward in sight. Don't you feel their cries from heaven at night? It's time we bring smiles to the legends of black history who fought the fight. Let's get out of the now. Stop tripping over the palace in the back of our minds. That is all right. It's It's time for a change. We must unite to save you and me, to save our children so they can breathe, to carry the legacy for him, for her, so they may not be ruined living in America. In peace. I like that. I definitely like that. I'm a big fan of conscious pieces. I'm a big fan of conscious pieces. I love them. Thank I not really love. I can't get enough of it. That's why I can't wait to the CDs come out and, you know, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just really excited about uh, the both of your future. I know it's going to be blessed because I'm going to pray that it be Indeed. blessed. Thank you, right. So I wonder... If you would mind, if I ask Kane if he has the collaboration that we did, <laughs> and we can have yes. that play. Cool. I love it. it. I still listen to that. Uh, Me too. I do too occasionally. I still listen to it. It was a hot track, so we we did our thing on that. Like I said, it was a pleasure working with you, and for Kane to actually produce it, we appreciate you, Kane, for that. That was much love and it was an exciting project to do with you. Yes, it was. So, Kane, do we have that track av- available? Do we have that track available? Kane, okay. He might be. You no, know, he's a busy
7: guy.
1: <laughs> I know. He's always on his grind. <laughs> Kane. Okay. okay. He might be trying to tell me he's busy. All right. Hey, 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 hey. Can you all hear me?
3: Hey, hey Kay. <laughs> sorry about that. I muted my damn self. I'm <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I was I was said uh, I do have that track, and you're welcome, ladies. I do have it. You know, I did expect of y'all to ask me, so I was ready.
1: Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. So, without further ado, the name of this track is I'm gonna let Ashley do her part, and I'm gonna do my I'm gonna, I'm gonna introduce my part, but I'm gonna let Ashley introduce her part. My part is single, wanting to be married. And my part is married, wanting to be single.
3: TSR for your productions. Single,
1: wanting to be married. Don't get me wrong. I know self-love is the first love, but I'm tired of sleeping alone listening to these love songs. I'm ready to settle down and have a man of my own. He, my king, I, his queen sitting high on the throne. We compete to complete the impossible reach of golden years, bright as the stars, mooning the haters, looking from afar. I want to be his lady. Walk in the room in his arms, show the world my man is masculine and strong and that I belong. That I'm worthy of love as rich as gold, never to be sold but to have and to hold like poker we fold. No games, no gimmicks, no more. I'm teen, hashtag single, ready to mingle, but his last name I want to claim. Together as one, a beautiful love story told one day to our children with smiles brighter than the sun. Tired of only dating, running out of patience, anticipating the day I meet the one who will be my husband. But I'm patiently waiting, I've been under construction to be the perfect person, find my soulmate to protect my heart from self-destruction and until that day I will continue to pray
5: that God will send him my way eventually. For years I've
1: taken this. Just going back and forth on who did what. The sex is better than the love. Separate beds separate us. Rooms divide us from each other's touch. And I've turned love into hate. I relate more to single conversations than I dream to date. This love is so far gone. I can't catch it if you decided to blow me. You give me the cold shoulder. In the winter, I hug the blankets and the heat stops in my chest. And in the summer, my anticipation wise, hoping that someone else will be between my thighs. Constant guides are why I am in the house with a complete stranger. It's not for the kids, when they are absent, we go with eight. Walk away, wishing, hoping and preparing for what we are going to put into action. Divorce. I'd rather be lonely than have someone take hope. I look at the single women, smile happily because they are not bound by conditions. Wishing that the day will come near when things will be different. Me marrying it, I wouldn't do it if someone paid me a million. I feel like a slave. Obligations with no help. Tears that I'm not felt. I'm chained by marriage. Locked by guiltiness because I seek to dismiss the connection that was meant. Heaven's sake but selfishness. Oh, being single is where I want to be, but for now, I'm married and unhappy. Well, all right, that was the collaboration with Ashley Mistel, the T Chambers, and myself, softly spoken. I definitely enjoyed. Doing that collaboration, it was exciting. Very. Yeah. <laughs> very exciting, very exciting. So without further ado, I'm going to pull some callers in and, uh, you know, see uh, what they think and, um, you know, let them have a chance to talk with the guest of the afternoon. Kane, Hello. who we have up first?
3: We got Nation is on the line.
1: Uh-oh. Hey
5: nation.
8: Hey, you're going to have to come back to me. I'm in indisposed at the moment.
1: Okay. Okay. No problem. We will we will come back to you.
8: I appreciate that.
1: All right. Okay. It's so, okay. Who do we have next up on the line?
3: Next, we have Mr. Boston.
1: Oh. Mr.
9: Boston, need the family baby? Ooh-wee. My
1: dear
10: <laughs> <our> brother. <laughs> How's my baby? I'm doing
1: good. Excited. I have to yeah, you, you Yeah, I've been yeah. missing. I've
10: been missing. I've been missing you like I missed my hot tamales and my chiclets and <laughs> my candy <laughs> corn. You know, uh, I'm missing all your sweetness and your loveliness. But I want to give a shout out to the. Oh my God! All the All the guests today who came to grace your mic today, it's a wonderful feeling to have y'all here today. You know y'all with the DSR family. This is the DSR family. So we, you know, you have to come and visit us more often and come around, hang around, and stay around. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have some beautiful portraits. I'm I'm just enjoying it, you know. So it is what it is. Welcome, 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 you know, to the DSR family. Thank you. Indeed, indeed.
1: So, Mister tell, we, everybody, about tell <laughs> everybody about yourself. Tell everybody about yourself, and um, <laughs> what you got going on, and you know what you got for us this evening.
10: Man, I'm a whole, I'm a whole host of of things. Uh, you know, I'm from another planet right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm traveling the universe. You know, trying to connect with connect and reconnect with all the good spirits out there, you know, that's here to support. You know, and you know I got that show on Sunday night, eight thirty to for a ten thirty full purpose pins. That's D S R Production, it's all day. We in the building, you know, so y'all can stop by on that on Sunday nights, you know. Uh, I got a I got a feature myself on Sunday night. Uh mother of six, so I I appreciate it if everybody came through and and uh put their lips on the mic and so I can have to change the floor to hold the mic stand, you know, but other than that, you know what I'm saying? I'm in the process of revamping two books um the two books that I currently want to publish, which will make my third uh then I got to show that I'm still in school, I'm graduating in June uh you know, wherever the road takes me, that's where I'll end up. Wherever God got for me, that's where I'll end up. You know, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful what thing. What
1: time? What time does your show come on on Sundays? I didn't, I didn't catch that one.
10: Eight thirty. Eight thirty. Eastern perfect. time or Central
1: Standard time?
10: Uh, Eastern Standard time. Okay. Okay. I, I, I I'll post the, uh, the link in the, um, the flyer. Which I have already I'll post it again, you know other than All that right. i am i am i'm in my I'm in my thing doing my thing, you know you know, I like to teach and spread the the knowledge you know, so that's just me you know so what you I got do.
1: for us tonight what you 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 mm-hmm. teach and spreading the knowledge
10: tonight, yeah i'm gonna give you a little bit of, i'm i'm gonna give you a little bit of knowledge i'm gonna give oh, you that, i'm gonna give you work. i'm gonna do the second piece. Of a trilogy, I'm, I did this second piece. I'm working on the third piece as we speak. But the name of this piece is, What if everything you've been told is a lie? The psychological side of the true story. All right, here we go. What if you took the time and found the truth? That is
9: not a conspiracy but a reality. For those of you who have been asleep your entire lives, there are some of the basic things about reality, your truth, that you might want to catch up on. The truth is not a function of human emotions, nor is it catered to the complex dynamics of human culture
10: or interaction or relationships.
9: So if the truth makes you feel embarrassed or awkward, then this is your own problem. Humanity's mainstream conception of reality exists merely for the sake of keeping society functioning in orderly. However, human beings incorrectly think that this synthetic conception of reality is reality. Worse yet, fake truth seekers try to get the truth to conform to the synthetic conception of reality. Truth is beyond social acceptance. Truth maladjusted and cannot fit into a massively dumb pattern of ordinary relationships and activities. Greater truth cannot come from those who never bring it up. The possibility of it is to one or another. People do not inquire beyond their knowledge because they do not want to have any disturbing shift in their knowledge pattern. The cognitive system is calm and stable through avoiding any disturbances of new truth. Truth is greater than man. In essence, all of these talks about the mysterious and paranoid sounding expressions of the truth simply boil down to the issue of morality. Human beings fail to realize that morality is needed is not needed for those in power. Only the weak masses need morality because they are not in complete control of their own destinies, and they and thus can be punished for any of their unsavory actions. So when it comes to the matter of dispensing the truth, the ruling of the elect, not to tell the message the real truth, the reality, we have absolutely no reason, no provision, no obligation. If if one step back and looks at the general attitude of Earth's authority figures, they will see that these authority figures do not exclude and exclude the truth. Rather, when it comes to such tasks as Disclosing information, these authority figures have an aura of shadiness instead of divulging all the information that they know. They divulge as little information as possible. A great analogy of this world means that the lion accidentally swaps away a fly with his.
1: That I wasn't wasn't ready, sir. Thank you for coming through and
10: doing your thing. Indeed, it was it was a pleasure coming through and hearing the hearing the guests, hearing the ladies. You know, you ladies are very powerful. Y'all gonna be powerful in this poetic venue and in the poetic world. Keep on doing what you're doing. Keep elevating. Keep your mind focused on what you need to do to make you better. Mm -hmm. And continue to listen. Continue to listen to the the comments that you get to, that and use them to make you better.
1: Okay. You feel me? I received that. Thank you. Mister mm-hmm. Boston, you know you are a very powerful individual, and I pray that whatever you're going to school for, that it helps change the world.
10: Oh, my goodness, I'm going to school for clinical social work and mental health.
1: Mm. So I definitely I pray for your success, mm. but also I pray that you be a teacher in your community as well.
11: The whole part, the entire
10: my community. Yes, exactly,
9: my community.
1: Well, all right, Mr. Boston, I thank you for coming through and supporting the ladies tonight and supporting um your DSR sister. I appreciate you and your time and taking the time out to just stop by and listen and share some words that are very powerful and well worth hearing.
9: Hey well yeah
1: all right and I and I hope to hear you during the speed round which is gonna come up at the end of the interview. Okay. And I uh, definitely cannot wait for more of the poetry that I know is about to embrace my hearing. I just cannot wait.
5: Okay. I'll All
1: right. Here. All right. So without further ado, we're going to take one more caller, and then we're going to go back to Ashley, Miss Bill, T. Chambers.
3: Uh, we're going to
1: Delaware. All right. Hello, good afternoon. Who do I have on my mind?
12: Hey, what's up, softly spoken? Oh, my
1: goodness. Key Scorpio <laughs> sessions. What's going doing?
12: on? I'm good, I'm good. I'm enjoying the program. Shout out to Mr. Boston and Nova and Monica and the old verbal mind dancers. Got a good programs on tonight.
1: Mm hmm. So you know, after you say hello to the guests of the night, definitely tell everybody about who you are. And um, if you would like, because I know, I know, you know, I know, when you come on, you stop by. Not always leaving a piece, but a piece mm-hmm. is always welcome. So I'm gonna let you have your time with Miss Ashley.
12: that. And for honor, uh, queen, both of you, queen. Uh, to be here listening and taking it in. I'm enjoying it, and uh, I just want to say to uh, actually in the moment, I Mom Gorsa, um, I'm just very proud of what you all are doing. The whole BPC movement, it just, it just feels very genuine, and that's what I look for, genuine energy, people that really really want to encourage and exhort other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have a very um, serious epidemic in in our society with um, motives, the motives of people, and also with a a plus effect movement, not only just in high poetry, but...
1: Mind, please let the people know you have a book out. <laughs>
9: yeah, <laughs> they I need do. to
1: go and get it. So let them know about your book.
12: I do. I, I, I have a book. Um, they, they're going to hear a lot more about it. It's going to be around for a little while, but it's called The Revelation. It's actually um, going to be on pre-order. It's on pre-order now, but we'll start shipping them on February the 9th. Uh, my brother's birthday, my older brother. So it will be a day that I always remember I add to it putting it on here to say to honor him. Um, And it's 100 poems, you know, just like when I I do what I do, I just like to be versatile. Um, I don't like to be in a box, so I like to write whatever it is I feel, if it's spiritual, if it's consciousness, if it's romantic and sensual, motivational, whatever it is, I just like to be able to let my pain take me where where it takes me, so I'm excited about that. And I'll be uh, promoting a very strong we'll doing, um, a book release party in March in New York City. And I'll start moving around if I can so I can get around and, and see people face-to-face by hitting some mics and things like that. So I'm excited.
1: That's so. I know you have a piece also before you go. So please bless the mic. Oh, quick. Real quick, I'm sorry, yeah. that's Just because you didn't mention that you have shows going on throughout the week on One Positive Radio, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, 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 I called it. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. Well,
12: we're busy. You know, I, I'm, I'm working. At, you know, I had a vision for that, and I you know, just there's so much going on, and I just eventually, you know, we'll be on strong every day. But we're you know, just taking it brick by brick, step by step. But I'm we're getting there. Um. Tonight, actually, we're doing the a, um, a replay show that I did last week, the Revolutionary Energy Show. <laughs> so that'll be on tonight. Um, the first part, the second part, be on tomorrow. So uh, we'll be doing that. To... Ashley was in there, Forrest um, Muhammad, uh, William Washington, mm-hmm. Lytton Payne, Umbrella Renee, Fouille, the poet, Melissa, <laughs> Jessamine, the poet, Ellis. Um, there's a lot of people that came through, so those of you that didn't know about it, you get a chance to check it out. we we'll appreciate that. And it'll be on after the show ends. I'm actually working on it now to get it ready, so about 9 o'clock, it'll be on. I'll make an event page and everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then Tuesday, I'll be on with King Spade. Shout out to him. Um I was invited to go over to Black Satin and talk, meeting of the minds, anything that's positive, I'm there, so I'll be there with King Spade on uh, Black Satin. And, um, just keep working behind the scenes on what I'm doing. So I'll be around. I'll be around. Thank y'all. And I'll do this piece for y'all. Out of my book, page 144, a piece called Doom Amidst the Decadence. And we got a lot of work to do. So
0: when y'all are ready, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Doom. Can't let it consume you.
12: Where do we start? Brothers killing brothers. refusing the pull pants up. The prison culture is turning our brothers into lovers. Court cases selling, flooding the system, slowing its paces while wardens and coroners get paid overtime. For them, all's well. No recession in their workload. Or, well, what the hell? Johnny Raro can't tell. No job for him or most of his kin. So they watch the hearing of the spin zone, spinning the data and statistics. Can't picture that again. Meanwhile, brothers are getting caught between the flick and the thing, emptying pockets, reminding him that he can't raise his chin. Slips burgers is what they say. Something is better than nothing. He hears this over and over, but he's tired of it, so he's out there fronting, trying to be hard on the bull guard, trying to bull guard, but yet he remains scarred. This is what happens when he accurately describes to the captain on his knees when the barrel of the gun was
0: flashing, 12-year-old, 12-year-old, 12 years old. What happened to the chokehold? What happened to being so bold,
12: egregious? I don't understand this. We need this. To stop. Brothers killing brothers. Lovers killing lovers. Women work
0: but hate the fate. time for a new slate, time to eat off a
12: new plate. We've got plus effects, positive days, positive ways we must come correct, put in the right work. Too many of us out here getting jerked by our plantation-style management to keep our jobs, sexual harassment, no food to eat for brothers and sisters, the rice and beans, and corn on the cob, Stop the complaining. All this stuff is not even worth the explaining. It's close to despicable. The decadence out here is inexplicable, yet a man won't stand by his woman. He knows he should. He knows he can. Despite things being critical, I'm not cynical. I'm trying to do the right thing. Not the sling thing. Not the gunfight thing. the drug-selling thing. I think decadence awaits. Here to see a new day. I'm here to show a new way. That's why it's called One Positive. Options are in dismay. Many as hopes continue to fade away on the street, in the graveyard, living victims, defeated, ass-kicking, completed, my space deleted, evicted, repeated again and again among the poor. This is the trend. SR knows how to raise the bar. Rich folks pretend they know damn well that this means Dead end to hell. Dead trends, dead fiends. Ignoring the plight such malicious messages send, torn at the seams. I pray to my Lord to have mercy. Someone give water to the thirsty. At home, a homeless man resides inside his mind. 16 degrees outside. Can anybody reach out and help him find a better way? Some clothes so he can have some dignity. Not the decadence. This doesn't make sense. The strippers strip away on laps and poles day after day while the wealthy and the ballers come to play with rain dances, making it rain. In jiggles and gyrations, this is all an abomination. So much decadence, it's like human castration sequentially, literally, detrimentally, systematically. I can write more and more, but yet my spirit is so goddamn raw. I got tears in my eyes. But I won't stop because I believe that we've got to rise. So the humanitarian in me, I implore those who read this, it's egregious, but you don't bleed when you don't need this. You must take heed to this. Life's death out here. So don't judge me because I'm not here to judge you. Love me because I love you too. Whether I know you or not, it's the right thing to do. Reminder, stop passing the buck to someone else. Stand up. Look in the mirror. Trust yourself. It's crunch time. You must deliver. And it's got to start with you. Got to start with you. Nothing else can never make sense. You continue to live in the doom.
0: missed all this decadence. You need a revelation One love
1: Wow, Scorpio sessions um that piece was a heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy um, uh, I Like I was telling you a couple of weeks ago, you are very distinguished with your pen, and um, you open up so many different avenues when it comes to what you're trying to come across with your work. And I appreciate you always um, showcasing. you always supporting, um, you're always educating us. And we can't help but to show love and appreciate that. So thank you for coming by tonight and showing love to the plus effect.
12: I have supreme respect for you and uh, Monique and what you all are doing and for Softly Spoken. You have a great show and you work very hard at it. I know you do. And King Spade behind the scenes is the rest of the DSR family. So let's keep
13: doing it.
1: Well, I must say, we're not the only one, you know, I heard you say we raised the bar, but you you raised the bar because every time I come to One Positive Way, I leave saying, that is one of the most professional shows yes. I have been on. <laughs> that is true, very true, very and true. And I love that. I love that in the show because sometimes I leave a show selling the same kind of way, but when I leave One Positive Way, I feel positive
12: Mm hmm yeah well that's what we want that's what we need you know um it was started because you really think about it to to, to just say hey you know softly spoken hey ashley you know just you look good today or hang in there you know smile you know it's not going to be that bad you know just to encourage people it doesn't cost anything to do that
1: that's right you know
12: give somebody a free word uh give them some something to lift them up that's what we all need that's what we all crave and that's really what the foundation of it is it's just when you go live just keep it positive
1: that's right and sometimes
12: you got to be honest with people to be positive but i don't come at anybody with any type of vitriol or judgmental i'm just coming with you know we can do better and we can do better together and sometimes if your brother or your sister is not doing the right thing you have to get at them a little bit it doesn't mean that it's negative but you're getting at them out of love and that's why I said motives is the key because if whatever you do, if your motives is right, it's, it's, it's okay by me. As long as your yeah. motives is good. If your motives aren't good, then whatever you're doing isn't going to be perceived that way. But we just make that responsible decision and that responsible choice. It's a mandate for what, you know, we're doing. It's, it has to be positive, but we don't want to be a part of it. That's just, we just keep it that simple. So I thank you all very much.
1: Thank you. And I thank you for always stopping through, if not just to say hello on my page or just always being around. You are a very supportive person, and I also support One Positive Way. I definitely, you know, encourage people to check out uh, the show tonight. I know it's not going to be live, but, you know, it's going to be just as amazing as if it was live. So uh, I definitely thank you for coming through.
12: Uh, one love to you. I'll be listening in.
1: All righty. So that was the CEO of One Positive Radio, Mr. Scorpio Sessions. We're going to go back to Ashley, Miss Bill, the T Chambers. Thank you all for holding on and patiently waiting and, you know, um, giving your insights. Uh, whether it's on the phone when you speak with them or off on Facebook, I definitely appreciate each and every one of you. Um, an abundant, abundant, abundant of appreciation. So, Miss Bill, let's see. Yeah. I want to know, elaborate more about the plus effect. I heard Monique Wells, you know. And her um you know how it came about mhm give give us a little bit of elaboration, like you know how you know just some some just take us through
0: what keeps you all motivated to do it,
1: oh. One thing I can say about me and Monique is we have that drive. Um, It doesn't matter what we're going through, you guys won't ever see it. We keep pushing. We push hard. (laughs) We go hard um, for this because we're passionate. When you're passionate about something, you don't second guess it. You don't think about it twice. You just do it. So we're passionate um, about the plus effect. And like she said, the plus effect has always been a name for itself. Um, we always wanted to push a movement with the plus size generation. So that's what we were aiming for. We talked, we, we we had a talk and we was like, we just want to do something, you know, and we wanted to push the movement. But we never had the idea that poetry would be a part of that movement. And what got us really going and doing what we love. So, um, a cup, like I've been knowing Monique since 2000, I think it's 2003. That's how long it's been. And um, we, it was no no question when um, we got the opportunity to do the show that it was going to be called the Plus Effect. We were going to be the Plus Effect as a team. And that we came up with uh, Fever Friday. And from there, it's just history. Um, We just met a lot of amazing people. Everybody has been so supportive towards us. Um, It's just been truly a blessing. Uh, We know everything that's been done has been done in God's will. There's nobody else that can get the credit for it but God. Um, He pushed us to do this, continue to do this. And without you guys, we have so many supporters that just You know, every week they're letting us know that they're going to come through. If they're not going to come through, they're going to catch the archives. It's just love everywhere, and um, it's real. And one thing um, I can tell you also, not only about myself, about Monique, is that we're very genuine. We're very genuine women, and we're very humble. Um, There's no question that anything that goes on, anything that's done for the plus is that, that we don't reach out and say thank you. Um, thank yous are always warranted. It is, And a lot of people have a hard time saying thank you. And um, what we want to do is just to keep this movement going. Um, we want everybody to continue to support us the way they do. We poets continue to call up each and every Friday and express yourselves the way you do, Um, we cannot say thank you. Um, We just can't say it enough because a lot of times we get emotional behind these things because I didn't see myself um, doing a show, a poetry show. Um, I never saw myself in these shoes. But you know what? I know it's God and I'm going to walk these shoes because I know he is beside us and he's going to continue to be beside us. So, again, um, that's how the plus effect came into play. Um, again, me and Monique been knowing each other for a very, very long time, and she is my sister, and I love her. And, and she knows that anything she needs, I'm there. There's no no question about it. Is there anything new coming to the plus effect uh, this year? Or anytime soon? Um, anything new. Right now we always incorporate in something new. We always um try to come up with some a game plan of different avenues that we can do with the poetry community and with the poetry world. Um Right now, we're trying to not only support our poets, but we want to support our indie artists. We do have some interviews coming up where we are going to be interviewing um, indie artists and supporting them and getting you guys to listen to their music because what they do is art too. You know, so um, we just try to incorporate different things. We have a lot of things coming up. We don't want to try to spill the tea right now, but um, y'all just look out for the things that we have coming. If y'all have any ideas, y'all have any questions, anything you want to see differently, um, we are always open for suggestions. That's how we grow. Um, so y'all can always email us at the plus effect at gmail.com. Um, you can also hit us up. Um, through the inbox on the Plus Effect page, on my personal page, or Monique Wells' page. And lastly, what time does the show come on on Fridays? comes on at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And usually it's supposed to be a two-hour show, but for the last year we have been running Portrait for three straight hours, which is a blessing. So y'all make sure y'all come and check us out. We're there each and every Friday, um, unless we go on vacation. But of uh, any other day, we're there. Now, my last two questions is: Do you and Monique have a collaboration? Um, <laughs> you know, oh. I have yet to hear. Yes. One. That's why I had to ask. We have a. That's how we started on Blog Talk. Um, when I found out Monique was, you know, a poet, she posted a video. And she did a piece. That's how I knew she was into poetry. Um, so when I picked up my pen and started writing, I hit her up. I was like, Monique, let's do a collab. She was like, cool. So, of course, was being the plus effect, we wanted to do something for the curvy girls. And um, the piece was Diary of a Big Girl's Panties. That was the name of the piece. Um, originally, it was three, three of us, um, but... You know how life goes. Um, so me, Monique, we kept pushing, and um, we started calling the calling the shows every week and reciting the, that collab, and that what got us out there. Um, so everybody was showing so much love to us on that piece. But that's what we did. We started out with that collab, and the rest is history. So I don't know if you all have that collab available. I'm just saying that so maybe Monique, if she can pull it up or you have the time to pull it up, I'm going to ask you the last question, like I asked Monique, and then hopefully we can end out your interview, if that's okay with you, with that collab, because I really want to hear it. Okay, I got to see if I got it. (laughs) Because I move. I move. Let me see if I have it. All right, so my last question to you, tell everyone something interesting about yourself that you may not or would not have told if um, no (laughs) one asked you. People are not going to believe this because I'm always very outspoken and I have the diva, the diva mentality, diva look. But I am definitely afraid of being in front of people, like big audiences. I yes, that is something I know that I have to work on if I want to do open mic. But I don't, I don't care for large crowds and be in front of large crowds at all. I will bust out in the split. <laughs> so I'm guessing that the internet radio is better for you before the physical part of it. Oh yeah, that see I'm taking baby steps. Internet radio and <laughs> and then open mic is definitely next. So do you think you're going to be performing at the BPC test? We're gonna pray about that. We're gonna <laughs> really really really, really. <laughs> we're gonna pray on that. We're gonna we're gonna pray on that one. But I'm not gonna say no and I'm not gonna say yes. We'll see. I'm, we're gonna pray on it. Okay, okay. <laughs> now I'm not sure if you found that piece. Uh, If it's not available, you know, hopefully one day I'll get to hear it. Did you find it? I don't have it, but what we'll do, um, we'll try to get that on MP3 and um, put it on SoundCloud so you guys can hear our first collab piece. Alrighty. Well, then now I'm going to ask you for one more last piece, and then we're going to do a speed round, and um, then we're going to close out the show. Okay, Um, this piece is called, My Life is a Beach. My head rests on his shoulder. We're locked arm in arm as we stare at the beautiful sunset. The fresh air flows within me as I listen to the calming waves that releases the butterflies that play in my belly. I feel safe. I feel complete. Something about his eyes makes me smile the most. I just beam from coast to coast. But his touch, oh my, maximize my sex drive, my thighs rise to the sky. He goes deeper than any ocean, makes, my, makes me spill my love potion. You're my sapiosexual, my daily and sensual. I digest your food for thought. I drink your sex on the beach. I'm drunk in love. We fit perfectly like gloves. As we connect hand in hand, it feels to be it feels to be too good to be true. Sometimes I don't understand, can't explain why my heart wants a challenge with you. Then again I can win. I can see your heart through my eyes. Perfect picture, no blemishes, no hidden disguise. My soul snaps a picture of us. Proof you are my soulmate sent from heaven above. No mountain high enough to keep us apart. I wrote your name on the rock to prove that we were meant to be from the start. As we watched the sunset, you got on bending knee, said baby, right here is where I want to be. Will you marry me? I say yes. Now my life is a beach in peace. That, that left me with a peaceful feeling it did. That that was a peaceful. I'm, well, I'm a double say peace, but I'm saying two different spellings. It left me with a peaceful feeling. Um, a calm, that was a calm peace. And I definitely appreciate that because I had a calm feeling, you know, and I definitely appreciate you for ending the show with a calm feeling. You're so very thank welcome. You. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for accepting. I mean, both you and Monique, like I said, you are two phenomenal people, hosts. You all have a wonderful show, wonderful spirit. And I definitely thank you for accepting us. I have always had questions but I couldn't ask them, (laughs) and I'm sure I'm not the only one who was, uh, you know, happy that this interview was done today because we get to get a piece of the plus effect. I definitely thank you for embracing DSR acting and features. Thank
5: you. you.
1: This part of the show is where we do the speed round. It's the end. I thank everybody for coming through, um, supporting these two lovely ladies in DSR radio. I am going to ask if you two would like to be in the speed round. Sure. (laughs) Okay, I need to unmute Monique plus poet, so we can see if she would like to do it as well.
2: Hello. Hey. I am definitely down with the speed round.
1: That'll work. So um, this is the order, and this is going to catch him off guard, but I'm going to let the CEO go first, Mr. Kane Spade, who I appreciate dearly. And I'm going to let Monique go first, and then Ashley the uh, third, I do apologize. And um, whomever wants to speak during the speak round, please press star eight right now. And after Kane then Monique then Ashley goes, um, Kane is going to unmute you. Once you hear you are unmuted, please just say your name and go into your piece and say in peace, and then that will continue on to everyone has did um, their part in the speed round, so I do appreciate everybody. Kane, are you there?
3: Yes, ma'am, I'm here, I'm here.
1: All righty, are you ready for the speed round?
3: Yes, I am. You threw me in front of the bus <laughs> in front of the flames,
1: <laughs>
3: but, you know,
1: Well, you know, I throw it like that. I throw a wrench out there, you know. You know, but, of course, I I appreciate you, and I I definitely haven't heard some poetry from you in a while. So, you know, I I thought, well, I should have asked, Kane, would you do me the honors of starting off the speed round?
3: Yes, ma'am.
1: All right, and then everybody else, whomever, excuse me, have their hand up, we can unmute them one at a time so we can cut out the noise for the next poet or poetess that is coming through and speak Round Again, everybody say your name and go into your piece and say, in peace, when you are unmuted, and I thank you all. Okay, Kay, without further ado, I'm going to put myself on mute, and um, I'm ready.
3: When I touch the pen, I become somebody else my voice changes, I uh, dawn a new name, a new identity ideas come to me none I ever fathom as if I'm creating a new life through the pages of fate, definition of my scripture many can relate yet few will understand, pondering my ink strokes like God and the devil in the war on life sometimes when I write it's an emotional fight, mind drawn in darkness hunger full of light is darkness the evil war is the light controlling my ink stroke in an emotional fight. Grasp reality is now realized the
0: pen is in sight. DSR all day. In peace. Monique the Plus
2: Poet. Poetry mobbing. Some think I ain't mobbing and that's the problem. I've detected some lies. So I've came to lyrically spray you with the truth. See I go Hard like a street artist and I don't need a booth. See, my bars are loud, but I brought the silencer too. And don't act like I ain't making moves and like I can't spit this shit too. I've been laced with words since I could tie my shoes. My major is to freak words, metaphors, and verbs. I graduated and got emancipated from the old me. Been going hard for the flow or spit hard like the wind blows. I've never been a rapper, but I give gifts. I always carry my weight. Make you wait on me, and I'll snatch those tips, and I'll be like, fuck you, bitch, pay me, I'm on my cocky shit. I'll lean with the mic, and I might pop my collar with it, shit. I ain't tripping, but sipping, not tearing, I'm ripping. Not flopping, I'm flipping, not dodging, I'm dipping. Not healthy, I'm sickening, not shaking, I'm twitching. Not driving, I'm whipping, not chugging, I'm sipping. See, I demand my shit and I will not quit. I'm a lady. I spit with no hooks, don't worry about looks, and I will stick my foot into anybody that crosses me. Don't know if I should cook it or if it's just the raw in me. Black and straight like coffee. Spit some shit that you will never forget. And this still ain't as hard as I can really spit. Wake you up like enough is enough. See, this is a lyrical stick up gunpowder and dead flowers when I buck no four-leaf clovers or leprechauns you have pressed your luck my brain screams insane when I give it when I rip it I don't use my government name see we got haters watching and we putting in work like we punch cockling see I am the goon and the goblin Pull out the poetical shank and start chopping. See, I'm mobbin', and I need no team, no clicks, so or for anybody to cheerlead. See, I got me. You better watch me. I'm a silent killer like Thriller. And you can't help but the filler. This is your wake up call for all you zombies walking around slow and shit. With your knees, neck, and toes bent. Pay me to step in my house and I'm robbing and mobbing for lyrical rent. I am gifted because I am shifted and I'm not scripted because I evicted and annihilated anybody in front of me. <laughs> Straight knock you out and put you to sleep. I'm dehydrated niggas. I'm giving lifelines and HIVs. I dilate pupils you will never see and I'm making non-believers into believers. See, I own the oxygen you need and you can call me queen. Fuck it. I am a Martian and an identified fly-ass object. I rumble and get lifted like jets, and some of these bitches is my pets, and they always say don't get these gremlins wet. See, I come dressed in a black lace diamond studded hoodie and ski mask and stiletto pumps with extension heels so I can run fast, and I even got a bulletproof mic because these words spray and they splatter fast, and I tuck the rat-a-tat on my hip just in case I got to bust some ass and I had the bartender with me. So when I spit, I need three double shots and my Remy chilled in the wine glass animalistic spit. You can call me grimy. Search teams with night visions and you still can't find me. My rhymes are astounding. I killed the mic, but my heart is still pounding. I was born for this. God injected me with poetry so I can infect these minds with the strength in me, so I chose to mob with it. You have been mind-provoked and thrown for a loop, so I say epic fail, I win, you lose. I got MAC-10s with pins and AK-47s for these fake friends. I got pipes for fiends and this pussy-like ice when I cream, see, I'm a cold motherfucker. I plead the fifth, but one thing you can't say is this bitch can't spit. on Onek the Plus poet, that's my piece.
1: <laughs> I need my soul back. I am drawn to your fire, but burned by your flame. When someone robs your soul, it can never be replaced. I just want my soul back. But you want to attack. You snatched my soul, left me out in the freezing cold. Such a fool made my insides all black and blue. You took something precious. I should have never had these regrets, but this is just plain selfish. It hurts so bad. I don't want to be sad, so please accept my apology I'm giving you to. I need my soul back. Yes, it's true. I'm not mad, but if it was you, would you be glad or brag to have something you own that no amount of money would be worth a price tag? I just want my midnight glow wrapped around me so my king can see from afar through the trees that I'm the one he achieved. But he walks by me because you stole my soul. I need it back, but you want to attack these tears I can no longer fight back. These fears I cannot let blindside me from true happiness. See, the steps you walked kept me unfocused, made me a laughing stock. I thought it would be me who would get that rock. You danced in my tears, rain on my parade for years. I get it, but no more fear lives here. I can't split my soul just because you don't have one. I need my soul back. I'm sorry for what's become. Forgive me, but my soul is priceless. I can't let you inherit the rest. Do what's best before you keep walking. Can you please place my soul back in my chest? In peace.
0: Message to the Madness, Joe the
6: Mind Dancer. Good morning, fine people of the earth. Take a moment to breathe in the air. The touching has in a land where you were birthed. Where you're from doesn't make you. An ancestral clan is gonna lead you to a promised land. This is it. You're standing on it, the promised land. You got to work to make it fertile and make it prosper. Good morning, fine people of the earth. Let's do it proper. The world doesn't get by with me's. It's the we. It's all of us. a relationships are the key to all existence, from the most complicated minds to single cells and petri dishes. We got to live together, and let's start with us. In God we trust. What well, everyone is a religious. But the media stress the famous lives on us? Well, everyone is not prestigious, so let's feed on this. Everyone teach one. Set an example to reach one more. What are we waiting for? Team this and team that. We follow but never act. The time is now. Accepting bad faith, the heavy, heavy is a norm, Needs reform. Everyone wants to be rich, and what do we say? The rich don't give a shit about us. That perpetual thinking has got us fucked up, no matter how rich you get. A person of color gets the short end of it. Unification is what we need. Envy and jealousy have to recede from our minds. We are wasting too much time on the trendsetters, the who looks better. We are living vicariously through the lives of others. This is the time to move on. Let's make and rewrite the song What's Going On. Black on Black Crime is the crime we're still trying to recover from slavery times. Use your minds. We've been so messed up with this bickering between us, we've accepted that there'll always be a negative in us. There's nothing to bullshit to that. Granite, those seeds were planted. Who says we have to cultivate them? They're not DNA, they're not some rare virus. It's just us in the justice world. We pledge allegiance to the popularity flag. It's time to unfurl and raise the flag of unity in our world. Now is the time to become one. Killing each other is just dumb. We walk on the graves of slaves like their struggle to survive is nothing. It's time to do something new, living just to be entertained, while Martin and Malcolm were lay slain. It's hard enough to being black these days. We still live it in the same way without whips and chains, yet our minds remain shackled to the same old thing. Rise up, people of the earth. Reevaluate what a life's worth. Many have died for the very rights to rely on. To kill another brother for what he has on? Something's wrong. The struggle is still on. Unity is on the table. It's a new dawn
0: and gone. This is Nishan. Plastic people, I've seen plastic
8: people. Plastic people, I've seen plastic people. Pretty plastic people. Paying plenty for perfection, putty they are in plastic surgeon's hands. Perplexed I am, I mean, people pay plenty of pennies for perkiness, for plumpness. Phony plastic protrusions, who do they think they are fooling? Only themselves. If these people purposely ponder the phony plastic, purposely placing poisons beneath epidermis to maximize memory or glorify the gluteus to make themselves appear more appealing. People, please, what are these phonies going to do when the plastic pops, seeing out poisons inside, making them viscerally some eyesore to behold rather than the beauty they once held? Placing them further from perfection, to say the least. Please, ponder the near perfection that is you. The only ugliness is the disease of sin bringing its fruit as truth. See, they are of the thinking, if you can't be satisfied with what God gave you, go ahead, be my guest. Peer with your plastic cards, elective plastic surgery for what can kill you in the end. Wise King Solomon said nothing but truth when he says, it is all vanity? Because it is all vanity. Why can't you just let your body be? be the best near perfection it can be and leave the classic surgeon for all those in real need. Plastic people I've seen plastic people
0: plastic people I've seen plastic people and feast. There's
4: no uh, freestyle. In my hood, I went from a zero to traveling the world. I'm a hero. I can see your mystics. We cold up and cryptic. Can't wipe out my bloodline even in parts of my body found in bitches. I can't even call you niggas bitches because they got a high standard like what minds did. But y'all niggas are some chickens. Too much hating, no love. Playing with Mother Nature's pussy, I'm holding back the floods. Won't stop till I'm tired. Sacrifice me for you when the whole world's a liar. I'm going to put your life to fire. The golden child is turned cold. Ain't none of y'all were and destroy every remnant of old. Time to add a new life on my wall to this story. I'm in so much pussy, I can see why they think I'm gay, but I'm never really happy. It's okay. Satisfied with content. You'll never really know my real joy because you suckers got me bent. Bitch, I pimp first with a limb. Keep lines and fishnets. Your eyes become our pupils as I show you how to keep the ink wet. We profile. I'm tricking tundras in doggy style. Come up short sentence, you'll meet me because I'm the maker. I'll put a high cue on Sesame Street, be like, bitch, go get my paper. In a pool full of thought. I breathe ink. If you mistake my confidence for ego and you know, me being cocky, you will be arrogant to mix things and not know the truth. I do what I do because God told me to. This is mine. I do it for divine. Warrior Prince on a mission, all that bullshit I leave behind. Spitting truth like Obama, have your whole crew fucked up like Palestine. Game player, in deep with kills from that blooded southern Himalayas. Breaking concrete, I got a whole trophy room full of niggas' gold teeth. I'm a word predator. Come to this right and shit, I'll murder you. I'll be hired in a joker if I wore a card. Stopping lane poets in their tracks Leaving them next to weak stanzas Buried in my backyard I'm the resurrection of what came did to Abel Made a short deal with the Double three sixes my brand label I achieve because I'm able. Mark me to a beast But like Dr. Seuss I rhyme I don't fuck with fables I got green a nest egg Nigga I go ham Quantum leaping in seven time zones Even the universe knows who I am Man I'm so misunderstood My mom and my dad don't even understand they baby, but but I've been alone all my life, even when I had a wife, but I'm free. You niggas still chasing what you want to be. I understand. I already know who I am, less than God, but so much more than a man. I couldn't wait for success, so I went on here without it. Let the paint dry, sit back, write some dope lines. I make a spread like ramen noodles. And I was a convict, convicted to the imprisonment of a loving. Done my time, I made bail. They don't understand that I'm spoiled, but I could never love them because these hoes ain't loyal. Pass the crown royal. Prince, Prince, old school. They think I left Texas because a nigga was snitching. Eight week bitches. I left so that you wouldn't come up missing. This is what I'm saying, nigga. Are you listening? This is spit hot Poetry and dope beats, I'll never stop. Highly educated, and I'm the realest. Calling me a contradiction without sexy in front of it? Nigga, you must be tripping. Yeah, I'm the meanest, twisting verse to a dope track. I can hear them saying, damn, that nigga's
0: genius. In peace. Kimbrella Renee.
7: Breaking news. This ain't for ooze and eyes. See, I do this for the culture. So grab your swabs and take this throat culture, allowing our kings and queens to see eye to eye with the rise of our pride and rubber band snapback spit that flex your figurative flow and spill that message so they can snap back spit. Make them lace up them knowledge of self-boots, balance that left and right side of the brain, pull them history pages back so they can grasp that spit. That side eye at your college professors wanting to get your cash back spit. That keep the crime rate low, stop the violence against our own by aiming lyrical gifts to free dome, amplifying the speakers of your spirit so we can blast that spit. That break down barriers and walls, hold up mirrors and strip down layers so they can no longer mask that spit. That spiritual chess move with divine sight on the enemy's next move, unblocking blessings and saving minds from doing the dead man's float in their own thought pools and peeling mental caps back spit. That George Washington ain't the first president Christopher Columbus never discovered America. Abraham Lincoln wasn't even thinking of freeing slaves. See, in eighteen sixty two he wrote to Horace Greeley stating the paramount object in the struggle is to save the Union. It is neither to save or destroy slavery, so you better detach that spit. That strengthen your spine so our people can claim their shine, clean the grit and grime from our faces, spill the truth all over the ocean and has that spit. That Tucson Overture, John Horse Gabriel Prosser, look, listen, and watch the power and demise of the revolutions and understand why we're losing and replace our youth with that pro-black spit. Because see, it's time to break ground and build foundations that will give her that mis-education, then revoke his mis-education and begin the circulation within our own businesses. Because I'm getting tired of witnessing them calling us liquid money because their currency, uh, currency fluently drip, drip, drip into a pool of anti-us hands that still brand three fifths human upon ours, or because we don't realize the realize we've been eating and drinking since we were knee high. From school textbooks, religious teachings To our way of thinking And now we're reeking up organized confusion Inappropriate behavior used for amusement Like mere racetrack horses See when that gun goes off They watch us run Kicking up dust in the eyes of our mothers Fathers, sisters, brothers, daughters, and sons Just to get by while they Bet and collect from the systematic plots And threat that we shall never overcome I even heard them call us savages Because of the deadly averages and statistics they see us make of one another by our very own hands. 400 plus years spent by divide and conquer brainwashers to protect their lives and evict hope from our eyes while they spend their vicious cycles until we despise the very skin we reside in. See, it's time to turn down those inferior whispers and deliver wake-up calls that'll make those altered 33-degree Freemasons, pause. so we interrupt this ruckus so you can understand who you are because the New Year eyes, ears, and minds are open wide as we're soaking up these blog talk and talk shoot airwaves, open mics, and book publishers. So we better start saying something to unplug the masses from the distraction before we lose traction and slip right back into the days where Rosa refused to park. See, they're looking to play with us like monkeys, but I'm giving these racist, some righteous bars, interrupting these special programs of reality TV, money, cash holes and designer clothes with big egos because karma has an arm in it. Bench pressing its own weight, yet still light enough to boomerang and circulate right back to the same muscle that hustled a steroid flex with a puffed up chest. So I'm humbling my flesh so I can be a vessel through this entertainment, placing my feet upon this pavement where my brothers are slain with injustice and I'm giving the enemy something called breaking news. So get a look at this melanin hue because we ain't going nowhere. In peace.
0: Jenny Frost, a.k.a. The Mike. A change going to come. And the reason why, because it's they can kill one of us, they can kill the rest of us and get away with it. It seems like justice has no peace, then,
1: and... wait a minute. That ain't even my peace. I'm not about to spit that. That's not my flow. That's not my flow. I'm not a conscious writer. Let me
9: go
0: to something I know, something that I'm comfortable with. So you see, let me go to. <laughs> Hello? You're an amazing looking woman, so captivating. No no, stop, please. Let me have five minutes of your time because I wanna give you a short interview. I wanna know the quality and state of your mind. Let me share this moment in time. Let's exchange numbers if you don't mind. Let me hold your hand because I gotta know that you're real. I gotta touch you. See a woman so fine, you gotta have a man by her side. And if you don't, well, I'm saying amen because now I'm putting in an audition to be your man. Yeah, this interview goes both ways. There's many women in the sea, but I don't think any of them are as compatible as you and I. I'm thinking we fit perfectly in this moment of moment. As my cell phone rings, all I'm paying attention to is the woman standing in front of me yeah, my future queen, and you're, I'm your future king. I know, I know. We just met, and this is so bold of me. Let me uh, introduce you to the amazing Johnny Frost, the last living poet. Hold up. I love that smile. There's, there were many before me, but there'll be none after me. I know, I know. It's nice to meet such an amazing king. I'm confident. Some may even say I'm arrogant. When you get to know me, you know I pay little to no attention to what they may say. I only pay attention to just a subliminal, just enough to know that they're talking about me. Damn, I can't really believe you really gave me five minutes of your time. In this moment of moment. And every moment after that, I'm going to try to have all of your time. Yeah, there I go, showing you a softer side. Oh, there's that smile. You know, that comes easy when you're dealing with a man like Johnny. Damn, I want you. Poetic night ends this peace. Forest Muhammad, the Black Love Doctor.
11: I cry on the east coast, you're crying on the west coast, Our tears, kiss as they unite in the atmosphere, return to earth as hurricane, bringing fire and rain, expressing our mutual pain, longing for your touch, I'm going insane. Nothing in this path, nothing will remain, rip my heart out of my aching chest, stop it Stop one until there's nothing left. I just want to forget how I once felt. A love too strong to hold on to, destroying me and ripping into you. I don't want it to be through. I'm just sick and tired of being blue. Tears of pain can't wash away the scent of you. Marvin Gaye, that distant lover singer, didn't tell the entire truth of the pain that love can drag you to. It's not the love we make. It's the feeling that makes me want to make love to you that I can't shake. It keeps hitting me in my head, making me dread, dreaming of you, your passion embedded, overwhelming regret, but I just can't forget our lover's dance. If I thought we stood a chance of sustaining romance, been there, couldn't do that. Take a thousand love singers and a million love songs and ten million candles and set them afire, all that he couldn't compete with my tears of pain that burned like acid, leaving permanent bloodstains upon my broken heart and my damaged brain. But I return as the sun of thunder. Take your heart heartbreaker-staying ovation. I'll never deny my eternal love of you, but baby doll, let me tell you a thing or two. For, me to, for you to get to me, I damn sure got to you. I know by the way you exploded in ecstasy when I exploded deeply in your vast black sea, by the salty taste on your lips after you have tasted me, by the way you breathe when I enter your bedroom, it was so clear blind man could see that I had gone deep behind the veneer, behind your girlish grin, shattering your vixen sneer. By the way you dropped the sweat dropped off the small of your back, by the way you beg each time I packed. Darling, dear, sweetie man child, these are your words. You repeated them loudly, softly, mostly making me confirm that i heard it was you who screamed baby i love you or was you loved it damn i know you broached the subject yes you stopped the living shit out of my heart <clears throat> ripped rip my soul apart but i still control the flame that ignites your fire i blow black love poetry in your, into your ear set your finance asunder now i return to the west as roaring thunder Rain, hell, and earthquake making your house shake, blowing lightning bolts through your cold-ass heartless chest. Now you're kneeling to your black king as your voice resounds, as as you are the best. My love falling upon your head as rain from my hurricane hitting your spot over and over again, leaving you spinning <clears throat> as a tornado of pain. Multiple orgasms cause mental spasms. You survive only because I revived you. Now I take my black man encore, wrap it up, now I'm through.
0: That's that piece. It is God's will, and most definitely my desire, to remind you that not just
14: through your spirituality, but through your genetic coding, you are in direct relations with God's most holy anointed Messiah. You see, Jesus was a black man, a brother, a man of color. God is love. I represent no secret society, nor social club. I don't to brag nor boast. I just prefer to do what I do on a more positive note. Now, if you see your brother down and you turn your head, somewhere along the way, you may have been misled. You don't know where he's coming from. You don't know where he's been. And if you prejudge your brother too soon, that's a sin. And when I say brother, I don't necessarily mean black. So to be straight up, it ain't exactly like that. Got to keep it 100 with your sisters and brothers. Just because a man is black, that doesn't make him my brother. And I mean that from the heart, from beginning to end, just because a man is white, don't mean he can't be my friend. Now, that's just the way it is. It's one for you to grow on. You could tell two friends, and they could tell two friends, and so on, and so on. Never be ashamed to give God his proper praise. And never disrespect another brother or sister because of his or her race. Because when our day comes, that minute, that hour, we should not give to others that which was given to us when we are in a position of power put God first, because only God can please us, and then we shall be free in the name of Jesus. Now, me, knowledge to me, oh, that's refreshing to my spirit as if I just drank a glass of holy water As I try to maintain in the midst of this great onslaught. Good folks, man, we like an endangered species. Sin is everywhere. The devil makes it so easy for us to fall short of God's glory slowly being misled. Losing our lives over something he said, she said. The question is, why we got to live this way? No matter what I do, right or Wrong. Trust me when I tell you, Slam, somebody got something to say. See, if I'm living foul, oh, yeah, I get sent to hell real quick. But then again, if I'm living righteously, I get labeled a hypocrite. Now, there's a little good in everybody, at least that's what they say. But to say that means there's more bad than good in everybody, okay? Be your own judge, man. Stop tripping off of what they say. And you know, now that I think about it, I say, who the hell are they? They don't like me. They surely don't love me. As Tupac once said, only God can judge me. I dedicate this piece to the sinners, including myself. Please understand the difference between the judgment of God and the judgment of man.
0: Brother Rob, the poet Brown. In peace, 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 peace. Let's go South California. Freedom reign in the kingdom.
8: Energy vibrant, signs of the system. mom been
14: programmed
4: to be the lyrical Shaka Zulu or Bulu Nation. Robot, Robot. Salute in the kingdom. Third eye magnitude of harmonic
12: symbols touching the earth planet dynasty over dynasty. Since dynasties did rule. I digest the love and rule through light.
4: The spirit ascension says salvation will be a dream in the nation. To be praised and the angels will celebrate life and love. Happy Earth Day. Pass on the peace through equality of one love. Since through poetry stagnation, energy is moving on the tongue Through the
0: divine core, of the hope and peace. Lyrical soldier. purpose ends DSR S.R. Oh, do I sleep? for
11: him. every time it's is far race.
9: What is the issue? The same people who administer the Constitution and the bill of Rights who participated for their own agenda as they fight. Or dug down in the state of middle and race the state to Draconian and Jim Crow laws. I see the, the after effect was that just people would divide them into madness, war by old age, possible and They were all words to say, the divided states, do we sleep or fight or make silence? Right. just us, us against them, all that seem to be unilateral and bilateral and reality contracts, yet prejudice in all aspects, all the time superficial. Do I sleep? fight or turn a blind eye? Do we continue to sleep in this intrinsic characteristics to contract itself with others on the aspect of legal legal representation of the court system? Now convicted, you as a menace to society because you've been dumbed down for centuries? The same contract distinctive of Roman law, which are being which being handcuffed to rise in the administration of justice called a legal process often derived from external circumstances, continued as a concept of right on distinctions, distinctions of between property and possession. Do I sleep or fight? See, we are still sleep to yet another thing called blind justice because one is sentenced through ownership through the new plantation. But most and many have failed to see what I have seen behind the gates of submission to the system of those who remain the slave. Man, with the beautiful blue hue, better wake up to this reality, out from the trojan horse theory. When you look into the sphere of contract, this is the distinction between common and actualization. All of it is about your existence, the medium and expression, passed down on your mental ideas as the law manipulates and stipulates them. And most failed to understand these draconian laws and agreed to the contract deal. The lowball character of a man simply stipulated to a slave of an alterable dis- disposition. How do you not want to fight for what is your right? How do you sleep at night knowing you are a slave to an unjust system? How does a man sleep on such unfair contracts when your intuition tells you that you signed your name to fraud and reduced to nothing? but possession and property by Roman law. Do you continue to sleep, stay spineless, or fight? Beautiful sister with the dark blue hue, you can't save us. We have to stand and break this chain ourselves, but continue to stand for us, we got you. This revolution is about to be televised, and we are going to change the cycle of pacification to restoration. The restoration of the first people. Do we continue to sleep or fight? In
0: peace, DSR all day. Don't tell me you love me. When you scheme and plot,
12: sell out the hood for dollars and rocks, call me a sellout when I take action to stop. Don't tell me you love me. Don't tell me that shit when bullets spray, all your efforts and energy are far removed, not. Not not one positive way. You live for today, not tomorrow. Energy and effort in disarray. That's not love my ancestors called me upon. My am to join them. We'll die trying to get their message, their energy, to the remedy. Up in you, don't tell me you love me. You beat my sister. And you shame your mama and blame game your name in dishonor. Coroner's cells of confinement. Corners, double barrel shotgun dreams, torn our people at the seams, don't tell me you love me with that self-service and a bullshit, buck shots and blocks for rocks, so don't hot not, you don't love me when you've got to get got with the gat, fuck that, see I'm you, and you're me too. But you don't hear me, though, because you don't love me, because you don't love you, for the seeds are not watered, teary-eyed. No time to be there, no doubt for you. Put your fucking hand down, man. Kill me dead before I wear destruction. Disaster is your master. My workload is heavy already. You make it heavier. Too smart for your own good to be clever. Join me. I'll join you now. We can do this together forever. We've got work to do. Help me, brother, help you. Don't tell me you love me. When my people are on the verge of being true, I just don't want to give up on you. You don't hear me though. But the black on black is whack.
9: Does nothing but take away, and there's no love in that. No love up in the ignorance that subtracts. No love up in losing loved ones. Trauma, drama.
12: Living la vida loca. Save the black. Now you're gone too. Today's your day. No more tomorrow. No more manana.
0: No more mañana, Scorpio Sessions. Ain't no fake in these streets. These streets is for real.
15: If these streets don't kill you, then the government will. Without a doubt, let me point this out. These streets will get you for opening up your goddamn mouth. wrapping and stitching in these streets, loose lips, it shits. And we'll get you stitches six feet under. These streets will leave you rested in peace, three-piece in a suit. So many lost to ditches due to snitching. Well, nigga, you better tell or find your ass in a cell in a private-owned prison. No bail, no visits, no commissary. So fuck them phone calls home to your children. Now, you handle your business. Got caught selling that shit. Now you're marked as a felon, sitting in a cell and tasting that real hell and looking back and realizing that these streets are for real. You just got fucked up. Now you're up in the system. The street took your freedom right read. Read them and weep on them. These streets don't sleep on them. Ain't no faith in these streets. These streets is for real. If these streets don't kill you, the government will. Going to work. You got to walk these streets. Make that bread. Make ends meet. Cross some streets. Cross some corners. Be crowded Where, where those hustlers meet. And divide that white. They providing while they smoking that green. Self employed, sounds of the lost minds being destroyed. All around me, my brothers marked as felons. Their rights to vote provoke no employment. This shit they selling to make a living? Been there both sides. I was a provider, sold it. I was a user. I smoked it, got hooked on it, addicted, abused to it. it. I couldn't escape it. That was then. Today, I have no taste for it. Most high touched me, and I've been delivered from it. Nine years, five months, 3,485 days, 24 hours and 60 seconds, I've been free. But to the world, I'm no different just because I walk these streets black. Labeled a thug, stop just because. They follow me, I shop just because. And it didn't start today, it's been a while because I fit the profile on File I'm Black. Just black. Hands raised high, shot for being black, 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 I'm proud, black, and I'm proud. Fist balled up, raised up high to the sky. Hey, they say that the sky is the limit. The streets are limitless. If you're black in these streets, there's a limit Pay your taxes. You'll pay toll to walk these streets is a business. The government ain't giving you back shit unless it's a profit. They still receive your residual checks. From enslavement, like blood on blood diamonds. From blood on hands that once picked cotton. They be street. Don't forget that this country was formed by thieves. They be street. In a city disguised as suburbs until they whip you with that pen. Logistics and rhetoric, nouns and verbs they use to form words. They take your shit legally. You feel me? They be street. Ain't no faking these streets. These streets is real. If these streets don't kill you, the government will.
0: In peace, for real a poet. Angel Love.
1: Power of the pen. Storm may come along. My faith. We walk with each other. The stroke of the pen, not gone. Now, we may be strangers to each other, but with the pen, we all have more in common movement together.
7: Keep the strong hold and keep in the pen
0: stroking for all causes, standing for strong, strengthening each other,
1: not talking about one another, and keep supporting one another. Keep stroking the pen, standing for one another, all together. It's not about winning. It's about poetry and one big family. Taking a tall stand forever, with ink to ink, we stand for movement and links together
0: in peace. Back to you,
3: softly spoken.
1: First off, I would like to say that was an amazing, amazing speech. Wow, oh, my goodness. Each and every one of you, poetist or poet, you were phenomenal. I would like to thank everyone who came. I mean, I was embraced by some newcomers, you know, some people who come on the regular. I just appreciate each and every one of you. Your pieces were phenomenal know that I mean every word that I've heard this evening was phenomenal. And I am just so happy that you all came through and shared your words with me and, you know, everyone else because they mean a lot. So definitely thank you and encourage each and every one of you to get out in your communities and continue to speak, continue to teach, and continue to be the phenomenal person that you are. I would like to thank Monique Wells, Monique the Plus Polite, I should say, Ashley Missfield, the T Chambers, for coming through and making this show phenomenal. But even more, the callers, the supporters, you made it extra. Extra special And I definitely thank you all For coming through And hope that you will come through Next time on the Saturday afternoon features I would like to give big thanks To Kane Spade And a huge thanks to all Everyone who called today I thank you all And I hope everyone has a great night And keep your pens flowing and going And thank you for joining Good night Oh, <laughs>